Welcome to Tampa Bay Cop Talk. We're back, finally. It only took, what, uh, what six weeks? Yeah. So, no, we're back. Uh, I'm David. I'm uh, Jordan. And I'm Casey. Oh, we have a new guest this time. Surprise. Hey, yo. Oh, where that Getting the lady from? voices on. <laughs> <laughs> You're we, welcome. We've had the lady voices. Okay. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're back. I was dead. Don't when, label us. When we had our last opportunity to do this. I was proper dead and sick, so. But we also had to wait for Casey anyway, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Thank you, guys. We talked Casey about here. it, and then he was like, I'm dying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, was, it was a terrible. At least it was the weekend before my birthday. Usually I get sick on my birthday, and it's just awful. Um, yeah. But this was the week before, so, you know, at least I got to feel like semi-awful on my birthday and not fully awful. So Happy belated good. birthday, by Thank the you. way. Happy Thank birthday. you. 28. Oh my gosh. My knees are 70, 75. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting there. You know, I'm getting up there. All right. So, this is, yeah, Tampa Bay Cop Talk. We've got Casey here. We've got all three pubs represented now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Th- it's like the uh, Infinity Stones coming together. We can now destroy <laughs> the universe all at once. It's going to be a bitching podcast. <laughs> we're in the new room. You can't see it, but we're in the new room. Yeah. So, nice. we're like red, man. We're moving up. Man. Yeah, right? And it's, uh, the walls are red, too. And it's the walls yeah, are red. Boom. Now we got to get video podcasts. We'll see. You got the camera over here. Oh, man. We're talking it's about, on now. We were talking about while well, well, we were s- settling down about live streaming it, possibly, but that's for a different time and place, you know? Yeah. But we can be mobile now. So, hey, book us to do your birthday parties. And corporate events, and we'll film <laughs> and we'll talk about football for two hours. Okay, or maybe how we have to raise funds now. I don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so as always, start off LFC Tampa Bay news. Uh, just real quick, if you didn't know, the Anfield shop now has LFC Tampa Bay shirts. Yeah, we asked them to do a mock up. They did, and then they just put it out there. Yeah, so, that's Someone, live. It's on sale now. Yeah, family. What do you came, guys think of it? Oh uh, yeah, I, the I design's like cool. It's I the like Skyway it. Bridge with the liver birds atop the two the two posts, I guess mm-hmm. you call them, or towers. It looks a little bit like a Golden State Warrior, Warriors logo, yeah, but it's all good. Yeah, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. But with you birds, know, you know, which came first, their bridge or our bridge? Probably their bridge, because our bridge got knocked down before it was built, right? <laughs> yeah. In the '80s, and the Golden Gate yeah. one's been there for a long time. At I least mean, they didn't like sneak a barge into the yeah, true. traffic. That would have been like, oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, so they're out there. So if you if you fancy yourself one, or you want to see them, go to the infieldshop.com and check them out. Um, up next. Since we do have three board members here, we're just going to give you a quick rundown of what we're trying to what we're trying to build and accomplish in the brand new year. Yeah, that we're now oh. talking our first episode, twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah, that's Boom. true. Here yeah. we are. Uh, you guys probably noticed twenty eighteen was kind of a big year for us. We what tripled our membership, mm-hmm. so we grew More significantly. Um, we started doing podcasts. We have a blog. We you know we, our holiday party was one of the best yet. I would mm-hmm. say like. We've done more events this last year than we've ever done before. So 2019, we've all had a lot of ideas, but we still have to kind of like get them together. A lot of wheels are in motion or whatever. So we kind of have to, you know, look into what's what comes next. And we're kind of aligning our goals for the next calendar year, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, that comes down to merchandise, events, the website. Uh, a lot of you have left us feedback about <laughs> what you think the purchasing <laughs> experience should be, and we understand. So we do want to try to accommodate that, and we're looking at it. So, all that said, you know, how's life been at the pubs? It's been good. It's yeah. been good. To I, be honest, I haven't been for all the games most recently, just because I've been traveling and whatnot. But, yeah, um, which we'll get into. We'll get into it. <laughs> yeah. How's your crowds been at Horse and Jockey? Um, 
highlights uh, 100% the Man United game because, as always, you know, horse and, horse and jockey has a re- reputation before we showed up this year. You know, they have their crowd. And, you know, just throughout the season, there's just been less and less of the typical Manx showing up to watch even their games and hopefully watch us lose and see sad faces on our faces. So they've stopped showing up because that hasn't been happening. The plastic yeah, has melted. Been but, them out. well, they're not plastic. <laughs> they're just, uh, you know, they're like older lads who just came up in the Alex Ferguson years and they're just used to that. And now everything's terrible and they're just miserable. And there's a bunch of Yankee Red fans around them cheering all the time. And they, <laughs> it's like a, a, like a living hell that they go through every weekend to come through now. Because before Aww. they would watch us laugh. So they all came out for the United game. And when it went 1-1, they had their moment in the sun, and they tried to rile us up. And I just, you know, looked at everyone. I was like, don't worry. We will have the just last wait. laugh. We you will wait. have mm-hmm. the last laugh. And just seeing their sad little faces as they walked out, <laughs> <laughs> as we sang five times. And, you know, that's when we, you know, I know some people in LFC Tampa Bay don't like this, but that's when we started singing We're Gonna Win the League, just so everyone knows. That's I when know. we started. You know, you know how, if you haven't read my blog post on this, please do. Like, sing it. Yeah, Casey you, doesn't agree, no, but yeah, I, I you never will get. It's you rarely get a chance to sing it. Only during amazing years like this. It's funny because so like you can celebrate winning the title, but yeah, the only chance you ever have of singing "We're Going to Win the League" is before you do it. Yeah. So at some point you gotta you gotta jump you gotta jump off the cliff I'll into jump, the great abyss. I'll jump like ten seconds before. <laughs> We actually do. I like that. Uh, I, I, you know, because then you can join in. We're going to win the league. Yeah. And, you know, the most uh, ironic. And so, you I won't guess... hear a full-throated, like, whole group version until then. It's always <laughs> just, like, five people in the background looking at you like you're a menace to society. Oh, it's funny. And then cause, three yeah. drunk lads by the bar just making them raucous. Lee and Justin were looking at us like, because, you know, proper scouse lads, they, you know, they're all into the voodoo and the hoodoo. They're just, like, looking at us like, real. It's, li- it's a bit early. It's a, it was like, yeah, whatever. And whatever. then the other highlight was the Arsenal Yolo. match. Because for the first Arsenal match, there was a couple in there, and they got their draw, and they were all hyped up. But they all left at halftime. <laughs> 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 Very disappointed. They got their checks at halftime, one pint, some food, and then they were gone. And it was, it was just good. Yeah, it's been good. How about London Heights? Uh, it's been good. Like, we've had really solid turnouts. Like, Arsenal was a really good day. Uh, City was for, you know, a Thursday. It was pretty, okay. really solid. Yeah, for us too. The only one I was disappointed in was Everton, but I think we needed the space because if you saw the photo, <laughs> <laughs> oh my Brian, when it goes in, Brian's shirt, I don't know, I, it was almost like it exploded off of him. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I look over, I'm celebrating with this kid, Andrew, and I look over and I see Brian, just a white streak moving through the building and it's Brian <laughs> high-fiving the waitresses. <laughs> Oh, I was like, what the hell? And then I turn around and Mark, uh, Tom takes that picture yeah. uh, that we used, you know, that's Mark, blown up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and we made the Mark heads yes. out of. Yes. Oh, so good. I need a few yeah. Mark heads. I, I have some in my car. <laughs> so. I'll definitely take one before we, we need. To, uh, we need, I'm building, because no, like, there's very, like, there's some people at, uh, you know, horse and jockey that have been with us for a long time, and they know who Mark is. But there's quite a few who have no idea who Mark is. So I had to like always go through the story. Yeah, you got to preface and it. Like, okay, and it it's, it's never disappoints. Everyone's you should always... have seen his face when he walks into the pub. <laughs> <laughs> trying to remember what game it was, but he walks into the pub and it's like, oh, it's Brighton. Yeah, and uh, we're all in the process of trying to take a picture with yeah. like everybody holding their Mark heads, and he walks in behind us, and Robert <laughs> Taylor goes. Dave and I turn around and I see Mark and I'm like this with the with the, in front of my face and he just his he just went like dead he was like oh no so blank I'm a looking meme. at us and he looks around at everybody he's like what the fuck 
Oh no. <laughs> he was so blank. And Tom's like, You think he keeps his gun in his car? Yeah. Well, <laughs> goodness gracious. Yeah, I would have. I wish I could have been there. I wish I could have been there. Because, yeah. you know, me and Mark have our little thing. Like, it's oh, I know. I know. <laughs> and now there's like, there's heads taped like all over the place at London Heights. So, like, there's one in the corner of the bar. So it looks like he's looking at the TV. <laughs> Like he's here all the time now. Oh, I love it. We have our own meme now. I like it. <laughs> it's our inside joke. When you guys posted the picture on Instagram, everyone was liking it. Like all the all the different branches. No one knows who he is. <laughs> yeah, I know. LFC Orlando's like, what is this? Oh, I want to start putting him in memes and like throwing him on Reddit and trying to grow his meme dumb a little bit. <laughs> you really should. Right? It's what he, you know. He deserves a good. He deserves some fame for his, you know, his long arduous Liverpool journey and putting up with me for so many years. Yeah, you know? and you know, for being basically our uh, founding father of this whole thing. So. Yeah, he deserves some recognition too. You know, giving birth for the whole. Movement. It's been good. I guess. Yeah, we've had a lot of fun. We had like uh, for Newcastle, we had a, like some Arsenal fans show up fans it was boxing day right yeah and uh, they start giving like attila a hard time he's like okay come back on saturday we'll talk about it then that was when we were gonna play yeah. arsenal and this girl's like what's on saturday and we're both like <laughs> i go dude yeah she you... got it for christmas yeah i was like she got that shirt for christmas and she felt like she had to go out and do something with it that's what this is oh that's yeah. funny yeah. But after that we were just like okay never mind yeah whatever <laughs> Yeah, you're one Go of on those. Go on over there, yeah. sit in the corner. You don't know what's happening. You're one of those. But in in bigger news, uh, a little someone, a little bird told me that a little someone went on a trip. Yeah. Yeah. So, Casey, uh, you went on your first pilgrimage to Mecca. Mm-hmm. How was it? <laughs> it was just unreal. Incredibly unreal. We flew into Manchester on Boxing Day, and... Took a train to Liverpool and yeah, literally, close. Oh, we had just enough time to drop off our stuff at our Airbnb to then hop in a taxi and go to the Oakfield pub for like an hour before the match and get a few pints in. Yeah, yeah, I got nice. definitely got a few, and we met Trevor out there nice. and like Trevor's friends, and I think he's friends with like the entire pub because everybody was like real nice and buying us beers and stuff. It was really cool, but um. Yeah, saw Newcastle and we uh, sat in the main stand, which was very interesting because in the main stand, everybody's sitting and it's very quiet. Oh, it is. It is like I'm doing my regular thing where like, you know, the ball's being passed around. I'm like, go, Bobby, go, Bobby, go, Bobby. And this little kid kept turning around looking at me like, (laughs) what are you doing? Well, I was going to say, I was just going to say, because you you got two different games and we'll get into that, but. Boxing Day is notoriously like a family day out. Uh, I could tell. So it's and the main stand is a lot more corporate. That's why they built it or whatever. So like Boxing Day in the main stand probably would have been like yeah, if you were to like guess like which would be like the most tame atmosphere because it is like a it's like Christmas Day. It's like us yeah. with Thanksgiving football, like how we all get together and you know you're like half awake through. Most yeah, of exactly. It. <laughs> yeah, you, you you like passed out on Christmas dinner. You wake up the next day. You know you had some eggnog or whatever, and you go to the ground with. That's the game you bring the kids to, you know. Yeah. And then they get to go, and they yeah they haven't been bedded in yet, but you. you it's proper that you gave a good showing to that kid because now he knows. He's probably like, that's what I want to be. Yeah, I think he, w- he was looking at me <laughs> I want to be that like, lady. Than, be that lady screaming. Then be quiet. <laughs> but no, it was it was good. Um, we had four games, or four goals, yeah, and yeah. saw a Mo uh, PK up close. Yeah. So 
That it's was rare. awesome. You actually were part of like the beginning of Anfield penalties coming back into existence. Right. Yes, you're yeah. right. That was like the first penalty one. pool. Yeah. Someone posted. <laughs> so, oh, someone geez. on someone online posted the video of him scoring, and he was like, "The title was like, I'm part of a." Uh, Elite club, elite club of people and individuals who can say that they've been to Anfield and see Liverpool score a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> so you're part of that club? Yeah. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah, I saw two PKs actually. Well, yeah. same. Um, greedy, greedy. Yeah, we'll get into we'll get into the second game, but I mean, it was you know when we'd score, everybody would you yeah. know jump up and high five and hug and whatever. So I mean, it's not like it was like very quiet but like you know you could hear the cops singing you know Verge's new song and I'm like looking at my husband like I really want to join in. you can <laughs> you should have just got up because like you're not really gonna get shit anywhere in Anfield for getting up and singing yeah. like they'll appreciate it anywhere there might be some people that give you looks but like you know they can fuck off like yeah. they really yeah. can everyone else would be like if anyone gave you shit they'd be like why are you giving her shit she's making atmosphere yeah like get off of it that's what like, you're supposed to do cricket ground yeah, exactly yeah <laughs> like you know if you were in the cop and you weren't singing everyone would be like what the f- get yeah, the fuck get out of here out. yeah why'd you sit here yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i almost like i almost i almost think that your first trip to anfield should be in a tourist capacity where like you don't sit in the cop and you watch it and then you get to see what it looks like, like up close in person, and then you go and then jump into it, mm-hmm. which is that what you did. Right yes. In. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> then you jump into it. We'll see. I, when I went, I was like nine sitting in the cop, and I had no idea what I was doing. And I'm like, oh, oh, what is this? Getting smacked by people. Like you said, the person behind me, I was, I didn't stand up for a corner, and he smacked me on the head when I was like nine <laughs> years old. He said, "Get up, lad." I looked at my dad. He's like, "Get up. That's hey, it's the culture. Get down with it." Okay. Yeah. But uh, so the second game, you sat on the um, cop. Second game was Arsenal and the cop, and oh my God, I've never experienced anything like that in my life. Like we're trying to get to our seats, which were the very back row of the cop yeah. and the the flags are coming over. So, I mean, I just had to stop and pause and like relish that moment because yeah. I, I, you always see it on TV and you're like, that is just so cool. And the atmosphere and I'm like literally this flag is going over me and it's been about three minutes and it's not stopping because it's fucking huge it's a big flag it's a massive flag yeah um but yeah we we got to our seats up in the cop literally last row and I mean it just it just went off and I mean what like within the first three minutes Arsenal scores yeah and everyone's like all right yeah. All right, what's going on? It was probably like 20 minutes, but it felt like three because yeah. that's how was it, it goes. Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> when you're there, it's like, yeah. oh, is it halftime? Yeah. It's like, too fast. Shit. It's way too fast when you're there. Yeah. yeah. All, all I remember is like Arsenal scored, but they didn't put it up on the board. And I'm like asking my husband, Charlie, I was like, did that, does that count? Like, why isn't up on the scoreboard? And they're like, just wait. Cause then Bobby scored like two <laughs> right after. Yeah, that was then class. they add, then they add the scores. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, yeah. they're just waiting for us to score. They knew what was coming. But yeah, th- I mean, after Bobby scored the second, the cop was just insane. Yeah. And then, I mean, like, I don't, I think the guys sitting next to me were not in their seats. They were like four rows down after <laughs> jumping and celebrating on everybody. Well, you also got to see that like, in, like, you know, Bobby's not a scorer, is he? Uh, and then he just jukes, uh, goes through three Arsenal players and then puts it bottom corner. Like uh. he's actually Brazilian. Like he's yeah. full on Brazilian. Like yeah. he is, you know? So like you got to see that. You got to see a hat trick in person too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very yeah. jealous. Mm-hmm. And the cop, like, you know, Bobby Firmino has a new song, so it's going off. That's all we sang. For 60 the minutes. Rest oh, of- for uh, the rest of the match, that's I'm always I'm still scored. working on being able to say that second line. So, oh, I but, got I got it, okay? Okay. There's something that the cop wants you to know. 
best in the world's name, Bobby Firmino. Okay. You just like kind of. I just, just, just You get like, rid of the is and you yeah. attach it to one of the words. Because I've just been saying the best in the world is Bobby Firmino. Yeah, that's yeah. what like, I've been doing. I just take the so whole middle instead of name part best out. Best in the world is, best in the world's name, Bobby Firmino. So you add the, best the, in the is. Best in the world's name, Bobby Yeah, you make Firmino. it a. Okay. Got what it. is that called? A, con- uh, a contraction. Yeah, a contra- there we go. Thank you. <laughs> make it a contraction. That's it, everyone. You heard it here first. Today's English lesson. Yeah. (laughs) If you're not going to sing my Bobby Firmino chant, I'm putting my input into this one. And that's how it goes. I have no choice. (laughs) (laughs) Although I have a a new chant that I'm going to be pushing down everyone's throat. For Bobby? No, for Mane and Sala. Okay. Yeah. When are you going to make Trent uh, a chant? Oh, when his name gets shortened to more (laughs) less than 5,000 syllables, we'll think about it. (laughs) (laughs) So everyone just starts calling him TAA or something. Yeah, Yeah, right? It's TAA. Trent. <laughs> you don't. He doesn't even need last name. Oh Trent. well, no. Someone. I was listening to some video, and someone made a good point. Like you know, like there's nothing wrong with just saying the person's name, like shouting it. Like there is generally nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Like not everyone has to be a song because that's how they did it. It's it's classic, you know. Just Bobby Firmino, I guess, is classic. See, I think, and, like, and I'm over that because like like that's been ringing out around the pub. And I told you, I went around the pub last game, and I was like. Learn the new song, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm the man deserves more yeah. than a fucking name shout and a clap. Well, and like you know, <laughs> did you see yeah. when when Robbo signed his contract? He talked about how Virgil Van Dyke like sings his song in the locker room and like loves it, and it's part of it. Like it's part of like the draw of the it. club. Like yeah. if they all get a song, now they're all like, oh, I got a song. It's fucking tight. And that's I'm how sure, you know you've arrived yeah. at the club. Yeah. Is like you got. I'm a sure song. there's like a little bit of you like I don't have a song though. Like I do. They just say my name. I, I always think to myself, I'm like, is Hendo just over there? Like. Fucking ten years. Well, he I had still one. <laughs> he had one. However long. It was all right. No song. It was all right. He had one. It was all right. Here's to you, Jordan Henderson. Brendan loves you more than you will know. Uh, oh, he needs right. a new one. Yeah, because yeah. Brendan's gone. gone. You can just change yeah. it. You could just say Jurgen loves yeah, you right? more than yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, we're not above recycling chance, apparently. So you know, no, exactly. <laughs> you know, so let's do it. But I'm yeah. like. Fabinho's going to score, and somebody should just give him the old Coutinho chant just to put Coutinho completely in the past. Fabinho, oh, oh. Fabinho, oh, oh. That is fun to, fun to sing. It is. Oh, we it should is. bring it back. Oh, it's a crowd favorite. For it sure. Um, but yeah, so you do the Bobby Firmino chant for like 60 minutes. Yeah. Bounce around. Yeah. And what was interesting about the cop was like, everybody's banging on like the back wall, which is like pure steel or something. Mm -hmm. And everyone above you in the stand above you is like stomping. And I'm sitting there like, if this thing falls, (laughs) we're fucked. But at least I get to go out in the top (laughs) against Arsenal and we're up. Because when I went to like a Denver stadium and it's all steel and they like stomp their feet and it shakes. And then you have to remind yourself like, oh, People were like paid a lot of money to like design this so yeah. that people could do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean it's not gonna fall, but yeah, I, that no, thought like crossed you, my mind. When you're in a big stadium like that, and you know everybody loses their shit, and you can feel the floor move a little yeah. bit, mm-hmm. and you're like, "That's weird." Even at Ray <laughs> J, at Ray J, when James Rodriguez scored that goal, the floor and, moved a bit. Yeah, it was it like okay, but <laughs> it's like it's concrete; it could flex a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So did you? What did you do? What did you go any pubs pregame or post? Oh yeah, I was just asking. Oh, what you we eat we went to wait what? What'd you, what'd you, how'd you get your game stomach on? Uh, just beer. We like oh, I don't know. <laughs> just drank. We literally just drank and okay. yeah. Where'd we, you drink at? Uh, Oakfield. Okay. That's that's like the only pub we did. We walked by that um, walk on. I don't know if that was there when you guys were there, but it's literally a like walk like I don't know a little like restaurant oh and it's w-o-k oh wow it's awesome okay i was thinking something weird like like a restaurant you walk through while you eat 
No. But yeah, there's food called wok. Yeah. 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 Wok. W O K. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, a, it's a cooking device. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a pan. Yeah, it's like yeah. an Asian pan. Yeah, you're right. No, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, we just hung out at Oatfield and, and just drank our faces off. And after the Newcastle match, then we had um, chips and gravy and nice. went back to Oakfield and drank our faces off even more. Nice. And nice. then, yeah, for what I, what was interesting to me is like, there's really not a lot of women out there. Like in the match atmosphere, You're right? There it's really true. isn't. It's like twenty to one. Yeah. And I, I mean, I remember like going to the bathroom at halftime, and there was nobody in the ladies' room. Oh yeah. But like the, the dudes, men's room, they have like a line out the door. Did Charlie tell you what the no. men's room's like? It's just a big trough. Big trough. He did tell <laughs> me. You just gotta get. You gotta keep yeah, it moving. Yeah. Just keep it moving. There's just water constantly draining through yeah. it, and everyone just finds a spot on the trough, and there's. <laughs> <laughs> There's no like slots. There's Just like figure yeah, it out. you know, yeah. There's no like way to like give space between like the urinal rule and like the men's room. Like oh, there's gonna be a urinal between. I was me and thinking the next about guy. it when I was there. Yeah, I was like, man, I'd be scared if I was a kid. Like somebody just like go over my shoulder. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, there's space here. <laughs> Don't worry, kid. I won't hit you. But no, I was really impressed that the ladies' room actually had like um, women's products like. For free. They have a bathroom. Oh, they attendant? just did that. No, no, no attendant. <laughs> they just started that the last year. It's awesome. Yeah, they like, started all women's products. You can just walk up and, and grab what you need, and yeah. you don't have to pay for it like you do in the states. And we're pissing in a trough. Yeah. This you is don't need products. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Go get a beer. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need. Oh, products. but all, overall, go get a beer. You can't take in the stand. If you had to, <laughs> if you had to choose three words to sum it up, well, oh, how would you do it? Three words. Three words. Um. For the for the live for the three birds, fucking lifetime experience. That's it. Is is nice. what I would That's say. It. Yeah, and like being, like being in the the stadium when they're singing, you'll never walk alone. I was like, did, I was gonna say, did you cry? I did the first one. Mm-hmm. The second one, I did as well. <laughs> um, I was okay. It yeah. was very, it's, it's very emotional, very emotional. But yeah, like it, it was just. I managed to hold it back. But oh, I, I like I've talked to a bunch of people that like cried. Yeah, we had we held up our LFC Tampa scarves and yeah, it was yeah. it was just incredible. I feel very very lucky to it's have definitely been able one of to those take hair raising experiences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your first yeah. trip is what really kind of drives it home and like it totally you you're cement. never the same. After yeah, you're that. not. No. Now, yeah. There's no going back. Now that. you're a part of it fully, and you're never you'll you'll never leave. There's not yeah. even a chance in hell. There might not have been before, but now there's definitely no chance yeah. in hell. There's no coming back from yeah. it. Yeah, no. Like it just... That's why you know it's the Hajj. You got yeah. it. You went to Mecca. You mm-hmm. paid your respects, yeah. and now you now you have the bug, and it's a drug that you need to get. Yeah, at least once a year. <laughs> at least once a year, want to go back for oh. a match. I'd love to go and see like United, or I can't even imagine uh, yeah, you what got... it would be like. I would like to go back and see United now that Dickhead's not in charge <laughs> of them and they'll actually play football. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> but I can't even can't imagine. I can't imagine what it would be like on an actual game that matters, like a Champions League. You know, like like a semifinal second. Well, they match. Like, like, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, you went to an Arsenal game that was five goals. Like that's that's a pretty good atmosphere. Yeah, that's, game. that's epic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, that's it, epic. it mattered. Not like it, it was just like a throwaway game or anything. I mean, it was incredible. But like, you know, like under the lights, like Champions League type of a, an experience where like. You know, against like Napoli, for an example, going yeah. to that game at Anfield, like I just well, I can't even imagine what that yeah. would have been like. That's why I'm pumped. Like yeah. if things stay on course. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, hey, Chelsea if I could have gone be... to Chelsea 05. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, we're going to see him play Chelsea. In <gasps> you might see because we're talk- like, I was like, talking like that to... could be yeah. like that. Massive. Yeah, that could be. It oh might even gosh. be the one. 
Oh, no, no, no. Uh, everybody's like, so they had this big debate on Anfield Rap about when would you want to win it? Yeah. Like, what fixture? Oh, yeah, and you were like, Chelsea? I, in my head, I was like, obviously fucking Chelsea. And, uh, but, like, one of the guys said, like, on paper, that is, like, the one where you're, like, exercising all the demons of 13, yeah. 14. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's yeah. set up to be that game, but, like, if it doesn't. Oh, like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to be that game. Just win it in fucking one of them. Who yeah. cares which one? We had to prepare. <laughs> win it. We had to prepare ourselves now for if we're in the lead at that point, that all the pundits are going to talk about is that game. In oh, 13, yeah, yeah. To be ready for so, that. So, yeah, just oh, get gosh. yourselves emotionally prepared because they're going to dig up all of those ghosts and bring them right oh, and skeletons like, out of the closet, baby. They're going to sing the slipping song the whole oh, time. Oh, God damn it. The it's, whole time. The whole game. It annoys me to no end when... Like at this point in time, it was funny for two years. Uh huh. Everyone had their laugh. Liverpool, Liverpool fucked it up again. Whatever. But now that it's, you know, five years down the road, unless you're Chelsea or maybe Man United, don't fucking sing it. Yeah. I don't want wol- Wolves. Yo, you have Fuck just off. got back to the Premier League. You yeah. want to talk about relegation for a second? Yeah. Hey, did you ever win a Champions it's League? Like, it's like the Newcastle supporters singing about food banks. Like, are you guys yeah. serious? Yeah. <laughs> really? That's Yeah, because when we played Wolves in the FA Cup, they were singing about food banks. And all, all our fans showed up with canned food because in the black country, it's one of the most impoverished places in Britain. <laughs> it has the highest rate of homelessness and uh, hunger rates in the whole country. And they're singing about the food banks in Liverpool. Like, really? Yeah. Yeah, come on, it's, it's ta- we'll get into this hatred that's been because I have you know we have oh, they, theories. It's pretty wild. It's you know it's give and take or whatever. Let's so yeah we've we've done that now. Should we just do the transfer stuff real quick because we are in in the middle of uh, January, so it's going on. So first of all, uh, Klein's gone on loan, probably oh, probably gone. Probably day. will yeah, be leaving at back. the end of the season, right? Um, Christian Pulisic isn't coming to Liverpool. Yeah, well that's settled. Yeah. Whatever. Although, you know, if you're an optimistic... He's probably going out on loan from yeah. there anyway. Because so. what I wrote under underneath that, I said the Pulisic dream dies, and then I wrote, is he the next most solid Kevin De Bruyne? And he just leaves. That's, yeah, yeah, no. That's what I was thinking, too. He like go. He, we're just following the Salah model, you know? Yeah. He'll end up in Italy two years from now, and then we'll sign him for a ditch, like, yeah. cheap. Okay. Fiorentina, Roma, us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or he can go to Southampton. There's two clubs to choose now. <laughs> That we sign players from. Southampton or Roma. Choose Christian. Choose wisely. Uh, the stuff that's been kicking up recently, just some rumors. Timo Werner. They're saying they want $87 million now. Oh, now? Yeah. Because yeah, the, yeah. the, the last I saw was he going to sign a contract with a release clause that was $61 million. Oh, I heard it was $87 million to prime away from there. That's what I read the other day. I don't know. You okay. know who knows? This is all bullshit. So well, Everything <laughs> you read is The bullshit. last thing I heard was that uh, they want to get him on a contract because obviously next year will be his last year. Right. So they want to get him on contract so they can, you know, retain the value of his transfer, so to speak. Right. Um, and so, the rumors was he was going to sign a contract with a release clause of sixty-one million. That's what I heard. the The thing is, is that it's not happening in January, like absolutely not. But going forward, I do think we need an attacking player just to kind of round out our our Agreed. front setup. I would Agreed. like it to happen now. It's not going to happen now. Yeah. It's the, like the, I think the one fear we all have is that we come out of this window and someone gets hurt and you find that you're an attacking player short going down the stretch. Mm -hmm. That would be like the worst case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Um, None of us want to see that. So ideally it would happen now. I don't think it will, but in the summer Sturge is definitely going to be gone. Yeah. That's Uh, the word on the street now is that he'll leave at the end of the contract. Absolutely. And then you're probably looking at Origi's gone. Origi's going to go. So we'll bring in one. I would say, yeah. like at least one attacker. I don't even think it's somebody that can compa- yeah. compete for a first team place. Yeah, and then after that, I think 
Look, they didn't sign Ryan Brewster to uh, like this new deal yeah. and like mm-hmm. promise him all this shit for nothing. Yeah. So I think that he will start to push him as like that fourth option, mm-hmm. and he'll start playing in all the cups, and as long as he can stay healthy, yeah, which is currently a problem. Well, of course, you know Harry Wilson's coming back, and we all can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how he fits into this current group because, yeah. like, we're very much built for pace. Yeah. And I don't know as he has that. And he doesn't, like, the the rumor behind the scenes from what I've heard is that he maybe needs to pack on a little bit of mass so they can... Yeah. If you're not going to have the pace, then you got to have the strength. Yeah. Right? Like, Bobby doesn't necessarily have a lot of pace, but he's a strong dude who can combat center backs and do all yeah. these other things. I would... Yeah. Maybe Wilson needs to be that mold yeah and then of course he gives you a great free kick artist right yeah so i think he would i think he would do well if we shift him to a 10 yeah and i like, agree too and like if you get like another attacker who can play up front or a 10 or a wing and then you have you're kind of like three deep or two deep up front with sala bobby the signee and then behind that you know you got bobby with harry wilson in behind him yeah and Mane can play that seat the front in shakiri it's all fluid and then you're kind of three deep across the front and that's the thing is like we talk so much about formations but with those guys those four that we currently have they don't even it just happens it all just moves around so freely everyone's where they need to be when they need to be there yeah Mm -hmm. that's it but yeah so timo werner i would take him but it's not going to happen in january no i think i think he's a great fit and he will happen eventually, I hope. But yeah. I in the summer, it would be boss. It would be one of those nice ones where it's like, you know, season ends next day, team over and to Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, and we got to wait like a month before we can even show up to the facility. Right. Yeah, you got to wait until July 1. Yeah, whatever. yeah, July, June, whatever Well, you know, as a way to cap off, hopefully winning a league title. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe real quick, a double. Maybe. Fingers crossed. The next one I have here, <laughs> and the only reason I have him is because I'm a footy man player, okay? And I signed this kid to my Sunderland team, and he's boss. But <laughs> par- apparently, the Brescia president says that we are in agreement to, or be in talks to sign this, the midfield kid, Tonali. He's was 19 he years old. Uh, 19. 19 years old. He plays for Brescia in Serie A, first teamer. Uh, he is very talented already, and his upside is massively big. He's it's huge. He's he's could be a class player, but yeah, it was thrown out there. Their president came out and yeah, said, we'll see. "Yeah, I don't know. I don't buy any of the shit." I don't happens. buy it either. <laughs> um, the only other thing we did was we signed uh, that kid from Orleans. US. Oh, the child. Yeah, sixteen-year-old left-sided center back. Uh, he went on trial with us last year for a tournament tournament in Germany. Played well. So Next we year's st- League Cup, Kajana yeah. Hover, <laughs> and this kid starting. Yeah, I don't even have his name. I texted you guys about it, but yeah, he's 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 supposed to join up with the U18. So, 16 year old playing U18 football. If that's uh. your cup of tea, check him out on LFC TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the last thing, you know, someone Casey had a question that she wanted to ask, uh, uh, and she asked us via text, right? I, yeah. yeah, I yeah. did. Uh, Coutinho, would you take him back? Me, no. No, I, I don't think I, well for two reasons one I'm a strict believer in that you never go backwards like okay. when they got rid of Brendan people were like bring back Rafa never go backwards always mm-hmm. go forwards right so you got to look to head to the next thing and I don't think that he's the next thing in any way for us the other reason I would say is how many world-class players do you know that when they leave your team you still level up yeah he wasn't that important in the end if you look at how we played after he left, we actually hit a new height. Yeah, we did. And the optim like, I, if you ever read that Mel Reddy story about um, the road to Kiev mm-hmm. last year, the optimism level around, like Klopp had a party at his house and everybody was like fine with Coutinho's departure. It was because they all knew like where we were, that everybody already felt what we all feel now. 
And I just think he's not that important. I would love to have him in the team because, yeah, he brings that creative presence. But the way we play, I don't even know if it's necessary. What you want to get out of guys like Keita, yeah. do you need him? I don't think you need him. Like, yeah. And he, he's not in a great way. And you know when he's not, when his head's not in it? Yeah. yeah. He's well, not. You know, I, maybe he feels like he made a mistake. Oh, I'm sure he does right now. Oh, <laughs> just to have Coutinho crawling back on his knees. Yeah. The only way I'd take him back is if he, if he spent 80 million of his own money to move back. Yeah. Like he did going there, like he spent. Because I'm not giving money yeah. back to them. No, 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 no. He spent uh, 11 million for his transfer to Barcelona. I want 80 million down payment, Coutinho, to come back to Liverpool. <laughs> you got to you buy go. your way into the squad. Yeah. You got to buy us another player, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm in full agreement, and he hasn't looked very good in that setup. I think mm. you. I think if we brought him back, he'd obviously be class, and Klopp could use him, and like you know, get the most out of him. Yeah, right. And I think you would have something to prove. I just don't think it's going to happen. It kind of like it. it dampens and like lessens the message of like this is us because he left in like like in that article they talked about like Klopp saying like guys now you guys just have to step up and be the guys now this is your time he's gone he's it's no longer a thing to bring him back in after all those players stepped up and proved themselves that's true like Mo Salah Bobby Firmino stab in the back to all those guys they'd be like oh so we do need him or like it's kind of mess like it sends mixed messages and so like yeah you can't go back on the message and there's going to be plenty of other Coutinho's and that type of players that you can bring up and you can sign and And you know what it was partially the way he went I don't want a player that his head can be done in like that Mm -hmm. and he can kind of turn his back on it everybody yeah. fuck very that true. like i'm not interested in that player yeah you know we've got a very a group that's dedicated to liverpool mm-hmm. and the success of this group and plus you know like klopp did sell on the project when they yeah. signed the contract and he tried to get him to stay the like, five-year deal like, yeah remember the project in january yeah remember you signed up for this project do you still believe in it and he ultimately said no i don't want to be part of it so if he doesn't want to be part of the project peace out yeah and now you see the value of the project oh could you matt because he's been here he was here for what from 2011 till last season yeah so what was that seven years seven years you saw a major evolution yeah didn't win anything he could be he could have been was he part of that league cup winning squad i don't think he was i don't think so either he didn't come till brendan right yeah he was and he was like a january transfer too so he wouldn't have even been qualified to be part of the team i I don't think he was no he wasn't um so like yeah he's gonna miss out he missed out on the champions league final and he's probably gonna miss out on another one yeah you know something else (laughs) yeah and so like you can't you know oh now it's not working out of barcelona your dream move and the ultimate stake in his heart and i i I would almost feel bad for him but i won't because it Whatever, is if we draw them in the quarterfinals oh, I and whip them. I want it <laughs> so bad, and I want them on the bench. I don't even want them playing. Yeah, I want it to be like an yeah, out of body. Watch yeah. as we run over them. I oh, want it to be man. an out of body experience for Phil Coutinho, <laughs> and he's just like hovering above the stadium, watching it, and they're like, "Oh no!" And he flashes to a different, you know, Christmas past and like Christmas future. My only, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. My only other January fantasy was you saw the Suarez comments, right? Yes, I was like. Imagine taking Suarez <laughs> on loan just till the end of the oh, season. God. Yeah, they, they actually signed Kevin Prince Boateng to be their number one striker, yeah. and they're like, "Fuck Luis Suarez." Yeah, we don't like, need him anymore. We get him. That would be the ultimate. Fan. Like, can you imagine him and Mo together? Oh God, lethal. It would. Yeah, it, it's definitely like a, a, a wet dream that I have quite often. Oh, yeah. Is thinking about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then I think that's really it for January transfer rumors. We're not going to sign anyone. No, it's done. Yeah, right. and like I don't see this anyone. is the squad. Yeah, I'm no one's no one's going out. I I can't see that happening. Nah. Yeah, we're hunkered down for the rest of the year. We got our squad. That's that. We're th- what, fourteen wins away. Oh, yeah, exactly. Geez. 
Just win those. Four, yeah. You, know, you just got to win 14 Christ. out of 15. I was listening to this great uh, interview. I think it was Neil Atkins that was doing with Radio City, uh, Radio City or whatever. And he was like, I almost wish they'd just let City win the rest of their games. Like, box it off now. That way we know what we have to do. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm kind of with you. I'm yeah, like, right. Just, you have to win all these games, boys. That's it. Yeah, right. I'm like, I can understand that. <laughs> all right. So let's do it. Let's get into the last month. We're just going to do this real quickly before we get a little more in depth with what's coming up next for us as a club. We, we left off. If I'm correct, at Watford uh, away on Thanksgiving, right? Was that Thanksgiving? No, it was, it was the day right before after, Thanksgiving, right? something around there. Yeah, the last game we we talked about was two 0 over Fulham. So yeah, we came out of the international break. We beat Watford three 0 Got a nice little Jordan Henderson red card. Yeah, that was a Jordan. Was that a, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a Jordan Henderson mm-hmm. red card. It was yeah. a nice little little one there. And then we went to PSG and we lost two one. Uh, Unfortunato, but frustrating. You know, as we yeah. all know, <laughs> surprise, surprise, we got through. Uh, and then of course Divock Origi. With the greatest oh gifts God. of all <laughs> gifts. And we'll talk about that with his Derby goal to beat Everton 1-0. Then we went away to Burnley and came back from 1-0 down to win 3-1. Yeah. Um, that was a really, that was an impressive yeah. performance. Yeah. Went to Bournemouth, won 4-0. Home at Napoli. Had to win by one goal without conceding. Big man Alley. Saved all our lives. <laughs> oh 1-0 God. at home. Twice then, in a row, too. <laughs> yeah. Then we t- then we had United in the league and we beat them. 3-1 at home. No. Shakiri. fantastic little, day. Little Shakiri. Little, little Shakiri. Then we went away to Wolves, and we said, we'll have this one. You can get the next one. And we beat them 2-0. Uh-huh. Beat Newcastle on Boxing Day at home 4-0. 4-0. Beat Arsenal at home 5-1. Then, of course, we lost to City 2-1. And then Wolves got the game that we gave them. Beat us in the FA Cup 2-1. Uh, and then, obviously, we were supposed to come back at that point and talk. But, you know, sick, sick me. Uh, mm-hmm. We went Liverpool, beat Brighton away 1-0, and then beat Crystal Palace at home 4-3, as you normally do. Yeah. So let's yeah let's talk about it. Um, we said we we're going to keep it shorter, so we're just going to talk about the bigger moments. And I have like meaningful. Oh, obviously we qualified for the Champions League. Sorry, before we get into yeah. it, yes. and got Bayern Munich. We'll talk about that in the preview. Big, like, b- uh, really experienced performance is what it looked like. This looked like a veteran team that night. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, got the goal they needed, and then when they needed to suffocate the game, they did. Yeah. And it was like we're not going to do anything fancy. We're just going to do this the way we have to do it. Yeah, I, I kind mm-hmm. of enjoyed that about it. It was it's been a long time since I've seen a Liverpool side just be able to do that to somebody like a Napoli. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but those last ten seconds though. Oh yeah, Jesus. were uh, very yeah. very <sighs> scary. No, yeah, I because <laughs> I'm at the pub and we ha- there's a guy there called Lance. He kind of does like some like handiwork there and he does the graphic stuff for us uh, for like the the group page that we have on Facebook. He's the one that made the banner. Uh, he sends us photos every so often on on the page that he's edited up. Um, he was sick as a dog for that game. <laughs> like, he was just miserable. And when that ball went up, oh, I just looked at him, and he looked even more sick than he was already. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the angles you see of it, it's ridiculous. The, one of my favorites was, because it was right in front of the Napoli fans. Um, there's, like, this angle from from the Napoli fans, and you can hear them all, oh! And they're all just like, how in the fuck? <laughs> what in the fuck? We, this fuck was at Roma last year doing this shit, yeah. and now we got to face him again. Uh, yeah, it was it class. It was epic. Yeah, it was, even though it like was, it was like, you know, squeaky bum time, as they say, yeah. at the end. Um, Overall, though. It like, was comfortable, yeah. It was pretty yeah. comfortable. We, pre- like, we controlled the game. We got lucky. Van they had their moment in the end. Yeah. You'd almost expect like a late flourish from a side with that kind of quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, But the fact that he was equal to it. Yeah. What a man. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> just want to touch his beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I just I wanted because you you said it yourself and it's technically part of the review. I had like 
marked out like basically like the Brighton game and then the Palace game. As you said, like it's been a while since we've had a Liverpool side control games. The Brighton game was a game where we're like, absolutely, we controlled it. It might not have yeah. felt comfortable, but at the end, like you thought no, they about didn't, it. Did, did they seem interested? No. Like Brighton? they seemed like, hey, we're only going to lose one nil. This is great. <laughs> well, I've, been, like. I've been saying at the pub to people, like legitimately, if you're facing Liverpool, your plan of action is to not concede and score one, right? Like that's your plan. And even if you concede one, your goal is still to score one because you get a draw against Liverpool, great result. So, like, getting the first goal isn't important. It's getting the second goal to force them to open up. Because after the first goal, they're still like, nope, it's still the same thing. We still just want one goal. And you've mm -hmm. been seeing it. Even if we go 1-0 up, teams are like, nah, we'll see. We'll wait. We'll wait. And they waited till like, the 85th minute. And they're like, all right, big boys in the box. Yeah. Let's start hoofing them up there. Let's see if we can get something. Yeah. Kind of like they did with us at Anfield. And so, like, you know, it's, it's proof in the pudding that, you know, we're – a proper controlled and well side because Crystal Palace was the type of game that we're used to of the past yeah. seasons. Mm -hmm. what I love, uh, so I loved everybody going, oh man, these one nils are no good for my heart. I'm like, what? You want the old ones? Yeah, you yeah. want four three with ten <laughs> men. Well, here you go. Here's an yeah. old one. Oh, you're still complaining. What <laughs> yeah. the fuck are you still complaining about? <laughs> and we've won them all, by the way. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, which one do you want? You, I, I would prefer like knowing that oh, we score one goal and we're gonna win matches rather yeah. than like Same. we might need to score seven and it's yeah. gonna be seven five. It's gonna be bonkers. Yeah, and we'll yeah. be down 4-1 at one point and then we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll have nine men and score six goals on the bounce and it's going to be uh, insanity yeah i'd prefer to go one nil all the re the whole rest of the way same yeah. i don't want the back and forth like no. up one down one like, i'm gonna no. go i don't give a shit as long as that final <laughs> whistle goes and it's three points in the bag you could do that it was at, like it could be 14 13 for all i care <laughs> <laughs> like you know another another big moment in there was you know the man united game which was also in hindsight very controlled as well because they oh, also I, had no interest in playing. Mm -hmm. I have like, uh, you read like I'm reading all these people saying like, oh, they're doing it fluky ways. Like the United game was a fluke. The two deflections or whatever. I'm like, yeah. is it? I'm sorry. Oh, is it their responsibility to put the ball in the back of the net and make sure that it doesn't touch anyone else? So or like, is it just their responsibility yeah. to put the ball in the back of the net? <laughs> but I'm pretty what, sure it's the, the latter. You know right. what I mean? Like, it's cliche, right? Because everyone's like, oh, it's cliche to say. But cliches are true because they happen. They mm -hmm. ring true, right? Yeah. That's why they're cliche. Yeah. Who the fuck is Federico Machiti? Machida. Does anyone remember who that is? <laughs> hey, United fans, you want to talk about fluky shit? Let's talk about Federico Machida. <laughs> His name is ridiculous, first of all. <laughs> sounds like some like villain in a Power Rangers movie. <laughs> the evil Machida. You know, he scores a double against who does anyone fucking remember at this point? Southampton or what? Sunderland or some shit. Yeah. And that's how they ended up pipping us to the title in 0809, basically. Yeah. Was because this fuckhead goes on and scores a double and then never does anything else. But it wasn't else. fluky. Yeah. So with that the was rest just of it. Yeah. Right. No. But that's my point is that like you, you create your own luck when you're a class side. Lucky shit happens for you. Not because you're just getting the luck of the draw because you're creating the situations whereby you yeah. get the luck. You create your own luck. Like yeah. a lot of people say in the Palace game, we got really lucky. Yeah, no. maybe. But look at how much we put ourselves in position yeah. to capitalize mm -hmm. on a, a bit of luck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like that ball falling to Mo. Yeah, but he's got to be there. Right. You know what I mean? Like and that wasn't an He's easy kept himself finish. online and uh, on side. And yeah, it's not an easy it's finish. It's not easy. He's got to take it out of the air and just get it on net. Let me throw a ball in the air. We'll have you stand on the six yard line and see if you can side foot no, it yeah. in. Let me, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit it over your head so that it, you got to turn, yeah. follow it in the air, and then bring it down and put it on net. Yeah. But yeah, we had we've had fluky moments, but those are just omens. Yeah. They're just good signs. No, you could okay, so you could call a Rigi fluke, right? Yeah. But how he many strikers there. don't follow that ball? Yeah, he yeah. was there. 
Yeah. How many times do we just beat Everton off fluke? Anyways, yeah. it's our thing. <laughs> Jordan Pickford with his T Rex arms. <laughs> oh, it's just it is so amazing because that article resurfaced from the summer. He's like, I'm not gonna make mistakes oh, like yeah. Allison. Like yeah. Oh, well, guess what? And then the next week he did it again <laughs> against whoever the yeah. fuck they played. Like, oh. Or something. oh, Jordan, you're not doing me any favors. It I like feels it. like we broke them. <laughs> <laughs> They've been on a shit show we ever since. Yeah. We well, that's have. been all over Twitter. Origi uh, uh, broke Everton. They're, yeah, uh, they're miserable. They're falling apart. That was that beginning of the end for them. They put so much effort into getting that draw, and they had it. They're like, ha-ha! Uh, we got they threw field. blue smoke bombs <laughs> on the field. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so I wasn't at the pub for that, which I'm very upset about, because we have uh, we have a co- couple of resident Evertonians that, that come out, and so it would have been nice to just jump in their face. That was... One of the craziest celebrations I've been a part of yeah. in a while. See, like, I'm, I'm, I'm we were all so reserved to like it was over. You know, we're like mm-hmm. credit to them. They earned a draw, whatever. You know, yeah. and then that ball bounces to Virgil, and there's like a, and then just like in the stadium when he hits it, you're like, oh, there's like yeah. a collective like, yeah. oh man, yeah, Virgil like shanks it. And when it hat when it go when the whole thing happens, like I don't even know. It's like I blacked out for a couple of seconds because everybody was just losing their shit. Yeah. Like it was, there was shit flying everywhere. Yeah. Brian's shirt was off. He was <laughs> pale white yeah. streak around. It, it birthed the meme. Yeah. That's how it's yeah. like. It's like a birth of a star. Yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot of energy in the room. And it's boom. Mean. It was like not a great turnout, <laughs> but we need, like I said, we needed all the space we could get because it was fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I didn't. I had. I got stuck with Bucks tickets. I think I told you this. Like, yeah, yeah, you were telling. Yeah, I got stuck with Bucks tickets, so I had to go. And like it was club level seats, so like there was no way I could just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no one's gonna sit in the. I'm like whatever, I'll fucking go watch the Bucks. It's it's like you know, Liverpool gives me all the joy in the world, and the the yin to that yang is that <laughs> I have to watch the Bucks play football on Sundays. But um, so the gate, the derby kicked off at eleven thirty, right? And so it wasn't going to be over to one fifteen, right? Because that's how the timing works. Yeah. So like the gate, NFL game kicks off at one. So I got to be at the stadium, right? So I told my buddy, I'm like, look, the derby's on. The club level opens up at eleven. So I watched the whole derby on my phone at the club level of the Bucks Stadium, right? Well, Origi scored in the middle of the national anthem. <laughs> okay? Oh, and God. so, it's, Perfect. you already know, okay, we don't got to get into the whole discussion of anthems at NFL games, <laughs> but unless you've been living under a rock, you know it's kind of a thing, okay? Yeah. So, it's bad enough already that I'm standing, like, looking down during the anthem, <laughs> and I got a little bit of volume on, and there's just, like, you know, faintly for everyone in the club level, just in the background, there's just, like... Oh, he passes the ball right. And, is that a, and like, there's just British accents coming out of my phone. And then we scored, like, right at the crescendo of the anthem or whatever. Right when the brave yeah. comes out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, because my friend's watching too. He's like a closet Liverpool fan. He kind of gets into it. He, he's not as into soccer as I am, but, you know, his team is Liverpool, so to speak. So we're both watching it. And uh, he's like looking at me, like, what just the fuck just happened? And I'm like, just, I'm just. Jumping up and down, like trying not to make noise, because <laughs> at the very least, not scream in the middle of our you know patriotic moment at the Buck Stadium. And I'm just, I kick a chair, and I'm looking at the security guard, and he's just looking at me like, I'm gonna let you have your moment, because something's going on. Here. <laughs> Everyone's looking at me like, what's going on? It's like, it's the anthem. What's going on with this guy? And I just, it was, it was fun in one sense, but I would have much preferred to be at the pub, oh, screaming yeah. and yeah. jumping around. Yeah. But yeah, fluky moments. Let's have them all. Let's have them all. All in it, one season. Because I have a, I have it written down here, right? And if you get into it, you talk about Shakiri's deflection double, right? Yeah. That's two points. Origi's goal is two points. 
Allison making the saves against, you know, Burnley and Brighton even early yeah. in the season. Mm-hmm. That's another four points. And the Burnley one is just such a picture. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. You know, it's so an beautiful. accidental renaissance, Amazing. right? <laughs> yeah. And then to go immediately score a third yeah. off of it. like. Ugh. And then Origi's goal, or Sturridge's goal against Chelsea is another another point. Insane. Oh, yeah. Insane. And then Mahrez's is actually four points. Mm, or yeah. yeah, yeah, it's one point to us, and uh, no, it's three points. One point to us, two more points to them. Mm-hmm. And without these fluky moments, which you need, you need a little bit of luck. Yeah, we're not at the top of the table, and we're trailing City by a fair amount. Yeah. And so, like, those are like big moments. You don't think about them in the moment they happen, and they, I feel like they always get swept to the side, and you have to wait till the end of the season to even think about them again. Mm-hmm. But by that time, you've forgotten. I feel like we're we're on a different journey this season. Like we're so captivated captivated by the moments as they happen mm-hmm. yeah. that you can't help but like appreciate each one in its own context yeah, yeah. every little bit counts right now yeah. i mean like any any kind of like offside or not offside call that either goes our way or doesn't like that's huge now yeah so i mean especially like last season not getting hardly any calls our way in the league and mm. then getting so close to winning the champions league and not I think just as Liverpool fans, we're all just hyper aware of every foot that's put in front of the other during this journey of uh, 2018, 2019 season. Yeah. I know we're going to get into it later, but the next Tottenham fan who calls Salah a diver, yeah. I'm going to burn yeah, them at the yeah. stake. Okay. <laughs> we're going to chug right in. I'm going to lose it. Because <laughs> I just want to first, we said in the last podcast, we were talking about how the festive window was the perfect opportunity for us to put a ridiculous run together and we ended up what was it 10 games in a row that we won Mm -hmm. we're the only team ever to play eight games in december and win them all yeah so just not write that down so yeah we won 10 games in a row in the league 30 points on the bounce like that with arsenal man united sprinkled in there too so like everyone i get it we went on and we lost the city and maybe we should get in that before we get into solid get a little more in depth into the city result but yeah we won 10 games on the bounce and then going into the city game which is the one that we had highlighted as like let's reevaluate our season we're not even like even with city or down one or two points to city which you would have been happy with by the way at the beginning of the season Mm -hmm. we were talking about i've said like our best case scenario was we could be up four points going into that game yeah i was like maybe we're up four points in some crazy universe we were up seven points that's insane. That's insane. And it just speaks to like the quality in the side this year that we've, we've been able to hit this level so consistently. I think we got to all pull back and appreciate that for a minute. Yeah. I, we all got greedy in the moment and wanted 10 points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you said, let's wrap this thing up in February. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all thought that for yeah. a minute, you know? I did because I was talking to Simon at, at the horse and jockey going in that game. And he was like, are you nervous? I was like, not really, because the consequences of this match are like the other ones. It's, you know, yeah, winning's great, and you want to win every match, and you go up 10 points. But at the same time, if we lose, it's not devastating. For them, it would have been devastating if they lost. So the, I didn't really feel nervous. I just felt anxious about the idea that we could possibly be 10 points up. Mm-hmm. The only, I wouldn't say nervous, but like anxious, right? Yeah. Because like every time we play them now, it's like the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, doesn't it feel <laughs> that way? Yeah, like, because deal. the game is always played at such a high level of intensity. That you can't help but feel like this is it. Even though it's not. We have like fucking 20 games after this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it feels like this yeah. is it. This is the, the game. And you can't help but get sucked into that. Well, yeah. yeah. And like um, the first time around, because, you know, I read back the blogs because now we're in the half, second half of the season. So I got to see what I said the first time so I don't repeat it. And I wrote about how, like, we should appreciate the fact that when Liverpool plays City, it is now being billed as, like, the two best teams in the world going head to head. Yeah. And, like, we've been... 
we've had we've been in that position before with United and with Chelsea at some times where it was like you know we had that rivalry in the mid 2000s with Chelsea every time we faced them it was like oh this is the one everyone tune in it's going to be crazy but now we're generally to the point where like we're playing the best football in the world and going up against City and like you know yeah the give it gets your guts all twisted up and you get nervous oh, yeah. about it but that's where you want to be is yeah no you want like, that yeah. feeling right yeah. like we are the heel to this pep guardiola side that's supposed to be the greatest thing on earth that's ever existed yeah. we are the counterpart to that and it, it makes us the evil like evil empire in a sense to everyone else yeah mm-hmm. everyone going in that game wanted city to win united fans were like the city's blue what in the oh, fuck is did this? you see they when they married their crests yes. together oh Yes. Oh, I wanted to puke. I was like, you guys are <laughs> awful people. Like, I would never do that. We would never do that with Everton. Yeah. Ew, you know what no. I mean? Like, no, we would never even think that. Just to deny United a title. Like, the, all this talk of, like, collusion, everyone against yeah. Liverpool. Like, how pathetic yeah, are all of Yeah, very them? pathetic. That's really sad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, it, it, it ties into the solid diving thing. But, like, to scratch the surface of it, because it's been bubbling underneath, like, the hatred towards us. We're going to talk about it eventually, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get into our theories. And, like, it's this is where you want to be. This is how you, like, the yeah. top three ways you can tell Liverpool or boss. Number one, everyone thinks our players are cheaters. Yeah. Number two, all the other teams have us as their most hated club. And number three, all yeah, the pundits can't talk about how good we are. They got to resort to talking about other shit around the club. Like, yeah. oh, you know, Salah's not scoring as he's a one season wonder. And he's number four, there. the cops putting out songs. Yeah, like exactly. Crazy. Like so. every single week. <laughs> so like, hey, you got you got to remember because you know we've all been Liverpool supporters since two thousand. Uh, after the golden days, the first golden days, hopefully of Liverpool Football Club. So we didn't get to live the experience and understand from other fans' perspectives. Like we are like the New England Patriots. For a generation of English football fans, mm-hmm. where they were forced to watch us yeah. every yeah. day, every weekend, you're having the Liverpool match because it's the best team in the country, and you you only got one continental match for England because there's only one team in the contest, and you're watching Liverpool every fucking year in, in the Champions League. <laughs> yeah. Go win the damn thing three three out of five years. You hate Liverpool. All those pundits grew up as kids and then played football and beat Liverpool, and they had those rivalries, and all they want to do is trash Liverpool when they get the chance. Yeah. Five, five, four years ago, we were like, oh, you know, the historic squad that was kind of like cute or whatever. You know, we had Coutinho and Gerard at the end of his years. And like we finished sixth and seventh. Oh, they're they're respectable. They're well, admirable and, in and, the way they do business. And everybody was like, it's like a miracle that they're here. Yeah. Right. Like it was a fluke. Yeah. We all knew that. Like and, we all knew like, oh, I, this is not what I was expecting when the season kicked off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. they're all like, oh, it's just a phase of Liverpool or whatever. But now yeah. that it's very real. And they're all shitting themselves that, yeah. like, actually... And they see the investment, and they see the moves, and the quality in the squad, and they're like, they're shitting themselves. And they know, because yeah. they know in their heart of hearts that Liverpool is a massive institution of world football. Yeah. And it's like, you know, like, I'm a big Miami Hurricane fan or whatever, and so, like, FSU fans, they won a national title, and they, like, ha-ha, they talk shit. And it's like, well, the second that we start winning shit again, you're automatically again second place. Mm-hmm. Like, instantly. It's not even a debate. The second Liverpool wins the title... All those Chelsea fans you've known since 2005, they don't have anything to say to They're you anymore. Crawl back they don't have anything hole. to say to you anymore. They'll bring up the Gerard Slip shit, and you'll be like, I don't fucking care. We won the fucking league. Yeah. Because yeah. all they can say is, well, you've never won a Premier League, have you? Yeah. You never, well, we've won the league 18 <laughs> times when it was 24 teams, a little more difficult. Well, you haven't won the Premier League. Yeah. So they're shitting themselves. And yeah. that's why we're getting all this hate because the idea that Liverpool could return to what it was is real. Because mm-hmm. we've been there before. We can go back again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, another layer, too, is we're likable. Like, look at Klopp. 
Yeah. He's yeah. fucking awesome. Everybody who's either a neutral or a fan of a different uh, team, they like Klopp. Yeah. Klopp's likable. Sala is like king of the country that he's from. Yeah. And I mean, you like our our whole front three is likable. How could you not like Bobby Firmino? Like yeah. if you're if you're a neutral, you gotta love Bobby. Verge is amazing. I mean, probably Allison. Premier League Player of the Year. Yeah, right. I tweeted yeah. at him. I was like. If you don't get Premier League Player of the Year, they're fucking you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does bullshit. It. But he like, Bravo's likable. I mean, everybody on our team is likable, and it's just a great atmosphere. And these guys are just jealous that they're not. Yeah, no, they're no. not in the club, and they're worried. They're super well, and worried. they're also some of them are pissed off. Yeah, they always want to bring up the spend numbers, but like. We oh, you know me. I'm on yeah, that yeah, team. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you're, like, you're ready to destroy anybody who brings up spend numbers. And yeah. I, I love it because we didn't – okay, we spent when we had to where we had to. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you look at where how we built this squad. Yeah. It wasn't that we went out and just bought the world. No. No one saw Andy Robertson being who Andy Robertson right. is yeah. now. Yeah. Eight million. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like brought Trent out of the academy. James Milner was a fucking free. <laughs> yeah. Joe Gomez, we bought Gomez. forever ago at 16, 17 yeah. for 2 million. Yeah. From Charlton. Mane and Salah's price tags by today's standards are so low. Steals. Mm-hmm. It, they're steals. It's ridiculous. Well, Bobby was a, wasn't it like 11 million? Fabinho is not that expensive. Well, Bobby was 39. Bo- was he? No, he was, was he? 29. He was 29. He was 29. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which is still was. a steal. That was still a steal, yeah. even then. Uh, Fabinho was 43, which by the standards of a modern midfielder is not a lot of money. I mean, that's pretty much market. Henderson, we bought. He was expensive back in the day. just like 2010 or 11 for 20 million, but he's been here almost for a decade now. So he's a goddamn captain. And it's 2 million a season. (laughs) What are we talking about? And like legitimately, he's probably now, even at his age, still worth the 20 million at least. And they're all like, you know, it's it's interesting to hear some of these city fans because they're like. But they're a weird group. Yeah. They're really strange. I don't think they know how to deal with like what their identity was yeah. for so long. And then now they've got all this oil money and they become this thing. And how do you reconcile that? Because they, they want to be this one thing, but you're no longer that. Mm-hmm. You're Chelsea, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that? And I think it's made them kind of psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also, like, it's funny because I got into a debate with someone because someone because, like, you know, we're the bad guys for some weird reason, even though, like, we've done it the right way. Like you're talking about, like the proper investment. And then we waited till we actually had the money. We had to build it up. And then we throw down and bought two players for, like, you know, ridiculous prices. But we built up to that point. We're the first club ever to make 100 million in a season. Right. Mm-hmm. That just came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like. If anything, we're doing it the way that everyone says you should do it as a club to build up your resources. But now, now we're the bad guys and the guys that like, you know, tr- real talk, real talk, true shit uh, off the back of slave labor, built yeah. their built their funds like that's yeah. the proper way to do it. And the that's- supporters only sing about other teams. Yeah. They've won the league like what, three times in yeah. the last six ha- years. Ha- get your own songs. Don't. Wouldn't you write a song about that? You did a double last year. You don't and, you and sing about you, that. You sing about how we didn't win the Champions if you're Raheem League Sterling, when we knocked you out of it. If you're Raheem it's Sterling so weird. and you still have all those Liverpool demons, the fact that your name is in a song that explicitly mentions Scousers and is a Liverpool song, it must kind of like, you know, do something to the, your psyche. Be like, right. they only sing about me to make fun of Liverpool. I can't get away from Liverpool. I can't detach my identity from Liverpool. Even my own fans only think of me as that guy that came from Liverpool. And like the fact that they sing about us all the time, like it gets into the third part of this whole thing, right? Which is 
like scousers are basically treated like a like a minority like, mm-hmm. a, like yeah they're treated like shit by other people in england yeah and kind despite, of hated despite their good intentions <laughs> and despite like their <laughs> yeah. lovable nature yeah exactly they get shit on by the rest of england because they're the really time. good at football yeah <laughs> <laughs> and like the thing that bugs me about it is like with americans like we look, we all appropriate bits of English football culture, right? Like yeah. we do it. We sing the songs. We buy the gear. We talk the language. We yeah. talk the language. We say, yeah. you know, we say use the terms and everything, right? Yeah. And that's normal, I think, to an extent. But when you start appropriating things like the hate of another group, yeah, I'm like, is that the part of cultural appropriation you're going to get into? <laughs> yeah, of right. all the things right. that you yeah, could right. borrow from England's football culture, you're going to borrow that. Yeah, not even just like football banter, but like you know people banter yeah like groups of people like like you know you're like oh i'm gonna hate on a group of people that i've never even met in my life if i did if you ever went to liverpool and you're like a city fan from america you'd be treated so nice they give you some shit for you give you stick yeah but But like you'd get treated well they tell you where to go they make sure like you didn't get have a laugh yeah exactly you would have a wonderful time like these are wonderful people i don't understand yeah don't appropriate that part i agree yeah i agree all right Calm down, you know. <laughs> but to bring it back, so like you know, the city game because we're talking about him again. This Before is we get started. back into the nitty gritty yeah. of the city match, I just want to give a shout out to Keith at O'Reilly's in Amsterdam because we walked in there to watch this city match and belly up to the bar, and homeboy behind the bar puts a shot of JMO in front of my husband Charlie. And he goes, it's for you, for being a Liverpool fan. Oh, and I yeah. look at him and I go, what about me? And he goes, are you a Liverpool fan? And I had my away kit from last year that Charlie got me for my birthday. Right. And I like opened my my like coat and I was like, uh, yeah. You flashed him. So was- <laughs> <laughs> I, I showed him the standard charter. There you go. And yeah. so he pours me one too and comes over and he was like, you guys need this before this match. So yeah, like, I did. Yeah, we yeah. do. So thank you, Keith. Sorry, there, shout out Keith. No, I was just going to say, just to get into it, because at the time when we lost, you know, it, it felt kind of disheartening and a little bit devastating. And I think Dave was telling us beforehand, he had an emotional reaction. You said you wanted to get a message out to the people. No, who, like everybody that was <laughs> London, at London Heights that day probably thought I was a fucking psycho. <laughs> I did go into that game like super hyped for it. And uh, I drank, you know, a little. I worked from home that day. There so I crushed a few nice. beers okay. beforehand. Nice. And then I went and I got there like pretty early. I started working at like six o'clock in the morning so I could stop at two. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I got there early, hung the banners, crushed a couple of a couple more beers. So, you know, kickoff happens and obviously I'm pretty worked up. And yeah, like, you know, watching that game then and then I watched it back after and it was two different experiences, like wildly different interpretations for my brain. I hadn't even read any analysis at that point when I watched it back. I like went home had dinner and then like chilled in my back room and watched the game like to myself. And it was interesting to watch it without like the emotion of the moment, like knowing what's going to happen. Cause it paid a lot in the moment. I was watching the game from a tactical perspective, but like I was really hard on Jordan Henderson in the game. I was one of those people, right? Like, bitching about Henderson's back passes and side passes. And I wanted him to turn his defender and, and take lead us up the field like he's fucking Steven Gerrard or yeah. Sergio Busquets or like any other class midfielder. But if you look at the game tactically, later on I realized that he was doing like all the right things. And he was actually popping up in a million places defensively. Like he had a great game. He was possibly one of the best players in the game. 
but I didn't see it at the time because I was wanting him to be this other thing that actually doesn't fit the mold of what we were doing on the day. So it was just interesting. I was just like, man, I got to like pull the emotion back sometimes and like keep an eye on the real, the reality of the game because what I wanted the game to be wasn't going to be, yeah. we didn't even go. Liverpool didn't go in set up to make that happen. They yeah. went in set up to, Basically, it was going to be a tug of war, which is what it was. If you watch the game, it was such an intense tactical battle played at such an elite level. It's just like 10 minutes of them owning it. We pull back 10 minutes of us owning it. Mm -hmm. And each side's creating and creating its own chances, pushing and pulling the other team the other way. It was actually just a fascinating game from a, like I've talked to a lot of neutrals since then. They're like, dude, that was the best game I've seen in a long time. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was played at such a high level. Yeah. The margin for error was razor thin. And like, and it was. It, it ended up being razor thin. <laughs> it ends up being like a little tiny millimeter that separates yeah. us. Yeah. From oh, like, yeah. I, I honestly awful. think that goes in, and then it opens up, and it's a totally different game. And like, you know, they they're not they're not good at handling adversity, and I still don't think they are. But you know, they had to play at the top of their of their game and get extremely fortunate, and but it still only ended up beating us two one. Mm -hmm. And at mm -hmm. the end of the day, you can definitely say that we could have played a lot better than we did. And yeah. you know what? Not to kick up, you know, open old wounds, but I'm with the Anfield rap on this. I 100% believe they did something to the pitch, whether they let the grass grow or whether they flooded it. Because Sadio Mane, if you watch it back, he slips like three or four times in the first 10 minutes. And it's one thing to slip once or twice. That's going to happen. But like three times, and then other players were slipping. The referee went over. The reaction to that is such a laugh because are you going to tell me? That, really? pep, that Pep didn't consider it. Or that managers don't sometimes say, like, let it grow. Yeah. Or that the groundskeepers don't think. Or soak like, it. You don't think that, like, Ferguson was famous for this. Yeah. Like, water this end at halftime. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they do this shit all the time. This is not, like, that unusual of a and, thought that you would figure out how to make your home pitch play to your advantage. And, you know I mean? mm -hmm. like, you know what? It's a perfect opportunity for all of you to stroke off Pep Guardiola even more for his tactical genius. Yeah. Because I'm not I'm not even bringing it up. And the Anfield rap guys didn't even bring it up as, like, some malicious it's been, thing. It's been blown out of context. Yeah. They've taken it way out of context give the them, actual comments themselves. It was very much, like, in passing. Yeah. Like, oh, that pitch was long, right? I couldn't yeah. believe it. Mm -hmm. And it would on TV it looked long. Yeah. Well, and then the play the way the ball was moving was a little bit slightly slower. So like there's a possibility. Let's say it didn't happen, but I still think there's a possibility that they even had to resort to tactics like that, which is fine. It's all it's within fine. the rules of the Dude, game. You're at, you're at home. That's yeah. part of the game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No one's saying they cheated. Yeah. They're just saying they used this to their advantage. Well played. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Give it a, use it as an opportunity because Pep Guardiola is when, a genius. When he was at Barcelona, <laughs> he actually accused Real Madrid of doing the same thing. Yeah. And so like And his players did too. So it's obviously <laughs> it's in his head that it's a possibility of something you can do and it's surprising that Pep Guardiola once again even at home played us in a much more defensive manner in a much more tactical st stable manner and that there's a possibility he had to resort to doing, you know, the pitch tactics thing and that means that, you know, if the best team in the world has to play us to their top level and get lucky and possibly resort to this other shit. We're really fucking good. Mm -hmm. And the goal, I mean, you've probably seen the replay of the goal a million times, but the play that leads up to the goal, our goal, yeah, mm -hmm. is just unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Like the control of the game, the way that we score that goal. It's fucking incredible. Like mm -hmm. 20 passes or some shit. Yeah. And it ends in that move. Yeah. It was come on. I, like I have no problems with the performance. I have no, when I look back at it, I'm like, 
It was brilliant. All of it yeah. was brilliant, and we just didn't get lucky. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you're playing against a team that's just as good as you are, yeah. that shit happens. And look, yeah, so we don't have to play City ever again for the rest of the run. And there's still yeah. a few points behind us. Yeah, so. there's still four back. At the end of that, there's still four back, and somehow they're still the favorites. And and it, it just Let them be. it basically just made you go, yeah, oh, they're well. really fucking good. Yeah, they're good. good. No, they're really fucking good, and no we problem. have to strap in because this thing's going to be for real now. Yeah, and that's okay. I'm ready for that. Like that's part of the joy of this season, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah, it's we're going to be super if, intense. Yeah. If you and if you end up winning it at the end of the day, you can go look back and be like, well, we didn't just win the league, but we also won it against a team that is like ridiculous, just absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if you look at their goal, like some of the play that they executed on the night, their yeah. better moments. Mm-hmm. Sergio Guerrero's goal was really good. You're like, yeah. yeah, you can bitch about. Be, I like, and I bitched about Lovren. Yeah. I did, you know, and I still think, yeah, he's a little. He ball watches for a moment, yeah, and it allows Aguero mm-hmm. to get in front of him, and it's like, I can understand being a little off. Like Lovren had some bad moments in that game. It was probably his worst game of the season. Yeah, he has those in the bag. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, but look at who he's up against. Yeah. it's not like he's had that game against Brighton. Yeah, he's had that game against Sergio Aguero and Leroy Sané and like, yeah. some of the best players in the world. I'm not gonna bag on Lovren too much. I was at the time probably because I was. Yeah, ten I was points. like everybody else. I wanted ten points. Yeah, ten points. <laughs> ten points. You wanted it in the moment, and then you got to pull back and go. Okay, but realistically, though, if you'd have told me going into the rest of January we're going to be four points ahead of City, yeah. I'd wet myself. No, because yeah. we, we we said going <laughs> in that game be up four points and have a cushion to lose and be up one still and be like over the moon that we were even up one point. So yeah, we have four points. It's good. Mm. And to finish out Crisis Week, just you know to jump on the back of that because we had a Crisis Week. Oh, I don't know God. if you guys knew it, but we also got knocked out of the FA Cup by Wolves. How do you feel about being out of the FA Cup? Couldn't I think someone asked a question, right? Yeah, so who was it? It was. Um, we'll throw it in there. Darius Thigpen asked, uh, especially considering all the injuries, is it a good thing for the EPL and Champions League pursuits that Liverpool went out early in the League Cup and FA Cup? Absolutely. Yes. I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> care about these cups that much. I know that like the FA Cup has all this tradition. You know, we've won more League Cups than anybody else. So I don't really care. Yeah. The FA Cup yeah, has a lot of tradition, but. It was seen in the 80s as something else. It was the prestigious trophy that you wanted back then, right? Yeah. Or even in the into the 90s and a little yeah. bit in the 2000s. But as time has gone on, the sponsorship has dwindled away. The money has gone elsewhere. The prestige has gone elsewhere. Yeah. Antonio Conte won the FA Cup and was fired a week later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Arsene Wenger won three FA Cups in his last four years and was chased out of the building. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. You win like three million pounds for winning it. It's a shiny teapot. Yeah. I mean, mean? (laughs) I'll say this. I'll do this. I'll give give the devil's advocate argument just like a little bit because I will say this. I want to win it, but. uh, My my formative years as a Liverpool supporter as a young lad living in England, like winning the FA Cup was like a huge fucking thing. But that was like towards the end of it, as you said, like in the 2000s. And then we won it in 08, the Gerrard final. And like, you know, like it is prestigious. It does mean something. It is a trophy that like. It adds, like, it's a multiplier, but you have to get, like, you know, the ace first. You got to win, like, the Champions League or the Premier League, and then you add on the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. The FA Cup is meaningless on its own. And there are two caveats that go along with winning it. One is, what does it do to the rest of your season? Yeah. And if the, you haven't seen it, there's a Tompkins Times post that just, like, analyzes all the groups that have, like, won it, all the teams that have won it over the years, and what the corresponding league results were for them. And practically nobody wins both. Yeah, if you think, and back, if you do win both, you're just done in Europe. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather be alive in Europe in the league. Same. Yeah, you know what I mean. Same. Especially right now. 
Yeah. yeah, you have to put it into perspective on what is happening now with our team and how competitive we want to be and we need to stay competitive in, you know, in the league. And I'm I'm sorry, but I want to go to Madrid in the Champions League final this year. Like that's my priority yeah. along with yeah. the league and sorry, but there's just no way you can stay competitive in, you know, in those two tournaments and you know, still be playing the League Cup in the FA. Yeah. There, yeah. There's no and way. you have to consider what you get for it, too, mm-hmm. yeah. which is a birth in the Europa League. Yeah. Cool. Is, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, we don't, we're we not don't want seeking that. that. Yeah, we're not going <laughs> to get it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't we're kind want of into bigger Cup. things at the moment. <laughs> yeah. So other than that, you're just going to get a three million pound payday, which doesn't even pay Trent's wages, probably. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, what what is the real value of this thing other than getting a trophy? And it's the thing you win yeah. when you can't win anything else. Yeah. yeah. Well, exactly. it's just about the League Cup. The League Cup's like, you know, the one the one you win if you can't win anything else. And then the FA Cup's like just above that. Yeah. Like, I oh, mean, I'd rather have the FA Cup yeah. than the League Cup. Yeah. Yeah. The but. FA Cup is harder, too. The League Cup is just the proper football leagues, Division Two and up. The FA Cup is like any fucking and, team. And the, and the, <laughs> <laughs> well, and the, uh, the thing about the League Cup is that Tompkins Times piece points out that, like, they say, like, oh, winning it can spur you on to bigger things because it happens in, you know, February yeah. or whatever. But that almost never happens. <laughs> You know what it, it is? It almost never happens for the teams that win it. It's only useful for one reason, and it's like you're a manager in your first season, and you get there and you win it, and you're like, oh, I've won a trophy in six months, and it kind of like... Like if Klopp had yeah. won it when, he went, when we went to the final, that would have been epic for him, right? Yeah, yeah. Could have gotten that little trophy thing off his yeah. back, but... But now, no, nah, not so much. Uh, we're, we're on to bigger things. Yeah, yeah. considering you know? the injuries, too, like, it's actually very helpful right now that we yeah. have, like, a nice little week break, and we're not... Pl- like, right now, there are teams playing the FA Cup, and we don't give a shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we're, we're not watching okay. sitting yeah. here. working Liverpool... on Dejan Lovin and Joe Gomez's rehab program <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know what I mean like that's what we need to be doing anyways because we need to get these bodies back and obviously it's quite clear like given how we had to rotate for the FA Cup and you know the city game was probably the last bits of energy after that festive run like we did the business now we get a little break yeah we're out of the FA Cup yeah it's shite to lose the Wolves we played their first team their first team has given almost all the big teams a game yeah. That's won- a good yeah. side. Yeah. It's not like we lost to Accrington Stanley or some shit. Yeah, and we <laughs> you know and it's not like we lost to Wolves second team. They played their first team and mm-hmm. they and we played mm-hmm. them away. And you know, like you have written down here, Divacarigi scored a goal. We drew it back one like one one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We played with Fabinho at center back and a sixteen year old. Who was fantastic, by the way. Yeah. I was super I, I came out of the day not caring about the result, just caring about Yeah. Holy crap, this kid can play. Yeah, I think that's he's your- not as far off as people think. I think next year Joe Gomez moves fully over to center back, and that's your next like youth player you're bringing through the right back. Or it could be Camacho. Yeah, we had a youth winger as yeah. a right back. Yeah, he was playing wing the first half. Albi Moreno <laughs> was on the pitch. Yeah, si- Simon Simon Mignolet was a, was glued to his goal line oh. for ninety minutes. We talked about how the Palace game was like a flashback to Liverpool of old. The Wolves game was absolutely the Wolves game is what we would actually look like if we didn't make the signings that we did made and the moves that we did make. Yeah. Simon Mignolet would have been in goal, unable to save with his feet again, just unable, just has to dive over the ball and let it go in somehow every single time. And, and that we, second goal, the reaction time, I was oh like, what have you been doing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like Seriously. Just, both those goals, they're good goals. Good goals, but yeah. a better goalkeeper probably Allison at least gets saves close. at least one of them. Yeah, these. at least one of them. They, that second one, they claimed that uh, uh, Mignolet couldn't see it, and so he reacted late, and it went in, and it was too late, and it's like, well – a better goalkeeper like knows where that's going and yeah. judges it. They don't need to see it. They've seen the buildup yeah. up to that, and they can guess where it's going. And yeah. they don't. Maybe need Simon Mignolet watched Bird Box the night before. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's hey Simon, you want to play with your eyes open? Uh, any other goalkeeper would have his eyes open when that shot is made. <laughs> Simon Miglay's bird boxing it back there, just looking around, <laughs> running into posts and stuff. But that's kind of like because they were our Premier League side wolves. That's yeah. what our Premier League games would look like. It would be insanity. Divacarigi would still be having to score goals for us and whatever, <laughs> and it would all just be shit in the end, and we'd all be like depressed. All and we'd be eighteen points back again, and it'd yeah. be shit. But no, we made the moves, and it's like a it, like that in the like you know the Brighton game. You know, you get the contrast of like how far we came. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and so mm-hmm. whatever. We're out of the FA Cup. Yeah, Darius, whatever. It's good. We got it. Yeah, we thank it's you. Good. Next. Yeah, spin it. Yeah, thank you. Next. Uh, uh, you got to spin it the way we got to spin it. So the last thing we're going to do before we talk, we go into the, the next run of fixtures is uh, another question we're going to dive into on Sala and his diving, his diving antics. What so was, Dennis, yeah, what was the question? It was Dennis uh, said, anyone else getting sick of this Sala is diving banter from the so-called pundits? Uh, yeah, I'm tired of it because most of them have not been dives. The most egregious one might be the Newcastle one. I think because there's not much there, but right. even then, the defender's going by him and he pulls his shoulder. What were you hoping to achieve with yeah. that? I'm not really sure what you're going for in doing that, yeah. other than attracting attention to yourself and inviting him to mm-hmm. go to the turf, which is what he did, and the ref gives you a penalty. Yeah, like the Brighton one. There's clear contact. I, he's all over his shoulder. Swings through the back of him. Whatever. Yeah. The well, Arsenal Chris, one. Chris Hutton even said it, it was a penalty. Like yeah. no complaints. About there was no. Com- yeah. there, and there was no arguments from the opposition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know the one against Arsenal. He's hit him in the back of the legs twice. Yeah. On his way down. Or whatever. And Dejan Lovren's maybe is a little bit of a dive, but we're not talking about Dejan Lovren, are no. we? No. I <laughs> it is a dive, but you know whatever. I don't like. The distinction has to be made between going down easy and diving. Well, and there's another problem that you have, too, in that it can, and a lot of people will talk about this, with Harry Kane, anyways, they'll talk about this, they'll say this in his defense, it can be a dive, but still be a foul. Yeah. Well, that's true. So, but in these cases, they're, everybody's saying, oh, he just dove. Yeah. Well, there's, if there's contact, even if he could have fought through it. Like he did at Bournemouth when the guy rakes yeah. his studs down yeah. his Achilles. Yeah, he you know put what that I mean? in the back of the net. Yeah. But so you, could he play through it? Yeah. But he's not obligated to. No, he's he not. He can go down and get a penalty, and that's okay, too. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. And it's funny that it comes from the English because here's a personal story from my experience of playing football in England. I started out as a center back, right? And the first thing they taught me was how to go down and win the ball. Hey, you get in a little bit of trouble in the defense. You get you get back up to the field. You got to clear it. If someone just gives you contact to the back, just fall over forward and say, ref, they teach you that shit. Yeah. It's part of the game. It is part of the game. And it's like, I, everybody's like, oh, we got to get this out of the game now, blah, blah, blah. And like, Kane does it in the first leg of the League Cup semifinal where he literally puts his feet together and... And, and his dives. hands. And yeah. Ma- like diving. he's diving into a pool. And gets a VAR. <laughs> penalty and gets a VAR penalty and no one says a word yeah no it's fine Wilfred Zaha did it yeah Wilfred Zaha dove recently before we played them no one said anything about it Calvert-Lewin did it to us last year and everyone was oh oh, what well no and Tottenham fans saying this to me I'm like you got two PKs at Anfield last year on two dives yeah yeah but is okay so with the the Kane one against us last year is it a PK well, technically, yes, because Carius does impede his path and comes out and makes a little bit of contact. Yeah. Now, does Kane grossly exaggerate that, go down way after the contact is made? Yes. Yeah. But is it a PK? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Because he does, Carius gets none of the ball yeah. and comes in and, and, and basically throws him off balance. Mm-hmm. So, technically, yeah, it's a foul. Now, the, the Lamella one pisses me off to no end because 
he's acted like he's got shot yeah and Van Dyke has done everything humanly possible to, to not even not touch, touch him. him. Yeah, he's and he doesn't really up. touch. He him. like brushes him with his leg. Yeah, it's like yeah. All the Spurs fans I know, well, he technically made contact in the box. Exactly, but now now it doesn't apply. No, it's oh, it's it goes back. It goes back to the fear thing. It goes back to the fear thing. And now right? they're getting penalties too. Oh yeah. no! Everyone is terrified that Liverpool will ascend back to where it was. And exactly. they're terrified of it, and so now they got to come up with narratives to try to do anything, get in the referee's head. Like what Mark Clattenburg wrote an article talking about oh. Salah's going down to score goals. Uh. If that's the case, why is he giving a penalty to Bobby Firmino for his hat trick? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Why isn't he going down at that. Bournemouth? Remember Watford when he scored the four goals and his last goal? He's getting kicked in the box and he's falling over and he kicks yeah. it out like this. Yeah. And okay, He's not a diver. Yeah. This is bullshit. This is just... You, you... We're getting results, and nobody likes it. Yeah, and they're That's scared. what it comes down to. And Salah was supposed to be a one-season wonder, and now he's top of the scoring charts again. Yeah. And so now he has to be something else because he can't be a great player for Liverpool. He yeah. has to be something. We've Luis Suarez was a racist out. and a cheat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mohamed Salah was a one-season wonder, and now he's yeah. just a cheat, you yeah. know? Virgil van Dijk actually isn't that good as a center back, you know, because someone brought up, is he as good as Paolo Maldini? And someone's like, oh, Paolo Maldini, by the time he was this age, had won all these Serie A's. Like, well, yeah, he's playing in the Serie A next to Japstam, not fucking uh, Dejan Lovren at Southampton. And if you got to ask Suarez, the question, okay? if you got to ask the question, all it says is that he's fucking awesome. Yeah, exactly. It's like when people say, well, is LeBron as good as Jordan? Well, you're making the comparison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're only comparing him for one reason, because yeah. he's boss. Oh, Allison, <laughs> Allison makes mistakes, does he? Does he really make mistakes? Does yeah. Allison make mistakes? Or did he make one and then go like three months with just clean sheet, clean sheet, yeah. clean sheet? Key People save, are saying oh, he messed up against, uh, was it Burnley or Man something? Man United, or, he messed yeah. up, like, yeah. Okay. So, so a goalkeeper, by nature, yeah. is going to once in a while give up a goal. Every player makes that, mistakes. That's the way it goes. But a goalkeeper makes a mistake, and it's a goal. And mm-hmm. it's a goal, yeah. exactly. Same thing with defenders, right? Yeah. Like the center backs. They make one big mistake, and he puts, <clears throat> it's now it's just one-on-one with the goalkeeper. Yeah. yeah. Sala makes a mistake. He blasts the ball on the rosette, and everyone forgets about it. Yeah, because later <laughs> on, he tucks one into the corner, and <laughs> exactly. no one remembered that yeah. shot. Yeah. It's not like a goalie can, like draw back a goal even if he makes like a lets in a shit goal and then makes an amazing save it's still like but you let in the shit goal it's like yeah but he made the save the the perfect example of it is last season for Salah right how many shots did he miss yeah I mean it was an insane volume but all anybody remembers is the goals he scored yeah Yeah. but yeah so everyone has to come up with these narratives now because it can't just be Liverpool's really good it can't be hey Liverpool's four points up on the greatest team that's ever existed in the history of mankind so that must mean they're probably really good no it has to be everyone's shit (laughs) <laughs> and so, yeah, one other point I had in here that I want to drive home. Ronaldo did it. Messi does it when he needs to. Oh, yeah. Suarez did it. If you talk about world-class players, it's in their playbook. Harry Kane does it, as you brought up. Mm-hmm. Didier Drogba, name a top scorer. Oh, my God. Name a top scorer in the Premier League in the last two decades that hasn't gone down easily in the box when they get an opportunity. Yeah. Ronaldo scored 31 goals in a season with, like, 12 penalties. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And no one talks about, like, oh, he had to get penalties to get the... Uh. And Suarez doesn't get any credit for scoring 31 goals without penalties, yeah. so it doesn't fucking matter. Because even if he won one, yeah. Gerard took it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, okay, you know what? Uh, yeah, we're just cheats. Fuck it. We'll Whatever. be cheats. We'll cheat our That's way fine. to a title. The way we, we should look at it, don't get sick that. of it. The more that people talk shit about Liverpool, it just means the better that we're getting. Exactly. Yeah. The so hate just, is yeah. just a sign of how good just we are. Just laugh at it and go, yeah, you're right. Solid dives, and we won the fucking game. Three points. Top of the league. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so yeah, let's get let's just look ahead real quick before uh, we wind this up. 
and get the rest of the questions that we haven't answered yet. Um, coming up, the fixtures. We got Leicester at home Wednesday the 30th. So after that, we'll post this. Probably I'll probably post this right after. We're recording on Sunday. So, yeah, it's coming up midweek. Uh, if you hear stuff in the background, it's because church is going on next door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you hear any mumbling or like... Or singing. Ambient music. <laughs> yeah, there's a church next door. We, You know, it's proper, proper Reds... Uh, proper red sabbath day you know we're, yeah. we're taking in the holy sacrament of reds yeah. we're doing uh, our church they're doing theirs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we have west ham away uh on a monday at 3 p.m the 4th of february then we have bournemouth at home on the 9th saturday 10 a.m and then we get a nice well not for us but for the lads 10 day break before we get byron at home mid midweek th- wednesday 3 p.m and united away on the 24th of Seb- uh 24th of february sunday 9:05 a.m a nice early one um, and yeah, that's the next run of fixtures before, uh, yeah, that we have coming up. It can't go like a month and a half of fixtures. I feel like to yeah. review or whatever. Yeah. We might even come back. I was saying and and do another one before the Bayern and United game because we do get a ten day yeah, break. Because you got to yeah. like brace for that, anyways. But so. yeah, so uh, we got like we get for. Favor- if you look at just those next three. Yeah, those are all teams we should sniffing be. around the top ten. Yeah, or are in it. It's it's not an easy run. Yeah, and you've got well West Ham away. Eh, it's not a particularly intimidating ground anymore. Yeah, but still, it's you know they're playing well. Felipe Anderson's a hell of a player. Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. And I don't, did Arnautovic? He hasn't left yet, has he? No. Uh, no, they won't sell him off to China yet. Okay, so we might have to face him too, and he's pretty class. Yeah, but yeah, the one thing that comes out of this is that we have so much time between games, which is what you want. Yeah, because you know Kloppo with one game a week to worry about. It was kind of like you know. The Europa League run we had where he's like, I'm just focusing on the Europa League ties. The league is secondary, whatever. We'll try to get in the Champions League via the Europa League. Look how well we did in that run. Mm-hmm. Last year with the Champions League when we only really were focusing on the Champions League once we were kind of like had secured our fourth place spot and we could slip up in places and still get it so we didn't have to really heavily focus on the league. And we now, only had 11 healthy guys yeah, in that yeah. run too. And no depth. Right now we're, we're getting players coming back and right. we're getting rest time. We get five days between the Leicester game and the West Ham game coming off of this, what, was like 10-day or 11-day break? Mm -hmm. Even with his injury setback, Gomez is still set to probably be back for West Ham away. Okay. That'd be be good. Um, And then, like, then Bournemouth is five days, and then we get the 10-day, and then we get a five-day between Bayern Munich and United. So it's good. We're going to have plenty of time on the pitch, which is what you want. Man City's not going to have that time on the pitch preparing for matches. Tottenham isn't really going to have that time on the pitch preparing for matches. So advantage Liverpool in regards to – preparation for games yeah. and they're for all each opponent yeah and they're all cup finals now they yeah, really are they yeah are. we've got 14 cup finals every mm-hmm. game so has been a must-win game since probably Leicester away yeah because yeah. we get, we have that ambition you were either trying to keep up yeah or trying to make a cushion yeah mm-hmm. so so yeah they're all and cup all the games got moved to Sundays now so we're playing second like the rest of the way <laughs> <laughs> which is you know it's I don't care yeah I don't it, think that pressure's there Klopp's done a really good job of and I've wrote about it in one of the pre-match blogs about creating this philosophy of like only focus on yourselves and just win the next game. Just one game at a time. And it is annoyingly cliche, but yeah, if you do that, you're like we're gonna get as many points as we can. Who cares what anyone else is doing? And just try to win the next game. If you have, do that, and have you, you seen like the simulations? No. Like, so they put it into like a couple different simulators, right? For given all the circumstances, the lineups, everything, simulate the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Twice the simulator returns back. Liverpool, 99 points. Man City, 98. I love it. Oh, I was like, oh, my God, that would be ridiculous. I love it. Because you know what? I would like to win the league by one point, and then I'd also to be be like, 
Well, if you did better than you did last year, you would have fucking won it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got worse. That's why you didn't win it. Not Centurions <laughs> this time cost you the title. Oh, and I, I would totally, I know like 100 is the record, but I would just love to be like sing a song about 99, 99 points on the, you know, <laughs> and just make a oh, thing yeah, about it. And they're like, but we got 100. We're the Centurions. I'm like, yeah, well, we're the 99%, baby. <laughs> Occupy the Premier League, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that because it, it would because yo, if we win the league, let's be as obnoxious. I'm not into this whole like, oh, I'm a I'm a Liverpool fan coming in peace kind of ideology. I'm all into the fuck everyone else. Yeah, let's be no. as annoying as shit. Yeah. Let's talk about how boss we are. No, no, the best one is uh, I saw this guy tweeted out. I can't remember who it was, but he was like, uh, he was like, Liverpool fans will be unbearable if they win the title. He was like. Sing song about slip, sing song about food banks, but we're unbearable. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, yeah, we're awful. Yeah, we have songs for our own players. The guy wow. who sings those, that shit is saying that every, we're unbearable for singing about ourselves. It's well, like, that's like back to the point. Our, like, and the other point was, is, oh, you guys are just a bastion of class and didn't mention it when you won titles? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's not a 20 times. Like, for instance, uh, well, who did we play last time? I'm trying to, I'm struggling. Oh, so Crystal Palace, right? So there was United fans in their corner of the pub watching their match because we were on at the same time. And uh, Crystal Palace goes up and they're cheering. Yeah, they, they equalize. They're cheering. Yeah, and they're giving us the shit. And then obviously we won. And we're singing You'll Never Walk Alone. And one of them walks out 20 times, 20 times, man. You know, it. And I was like, listen. Yeah, you guys are just always bearable. Yeah, you never rub it in. Right. No, you're not living in the past. You haven't. The last time you won the league wasn't when Sir Alex Ferguson was manager. Yeah, you guys are just oh up top notch. You're nothing like Liverpool supporters. Yeah, <laughs> that's part of football. What's the point? Uh, what is the actual point in supporting a club and being a fan of? If a you're team? not going to get into it, yes. Like what's the point? If you're not going to enjoy it, like, <laughs> I don't let's all be Jose Mourinho. And even when we win five 0 just complain about the team. Right, like just let's do like, that. Like, what are we all supposed to just sit around, bide our time, pray, and then we win the we're league, win, and then eventually win and be like, oh, that was fun, and we clap, <laughs> and we like, clap, I don't understand. And then when the broadcast ends, we don't talk about it ever again. No. Is this supposed so to be like a golf home. match? <laughs> you know, like we all just don't say anything until the 18th, the ball goes in on the 18th hole, yeah, and we all give out a big cheer. <laughs> yeah. like, is that what's supposed to happen? I don't think so. Yeah, because all the other teams are doing that year, right? Whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, be that. That goes to just to say like. To the point of just be as annoy annoying as possible. Yeah, have who fun cares? with it. Unless there's like a, a proper scouser who comes up to you and is like, "Look, you're being a bit of a shithead." <laughs> then be like, "Okay, I'm taking your your sage advice." Only if it's a heart. scouser. Yeah. yeah, but if it's some like American Chelsea fan, he's like, "Listen, <laughs> you guys are being real annoying. Just sing even louder. Yeah, just give it a good old belt." Like you know what's annoying? The fact that you're here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, why are other like? Because they love us. They, they want to be us. part they of do, it. They do love us. They can't help it. Like they want to be around. Here's the thing: you can't blame other supporters for wanting to be around people who give a shit. Yeah, especially Chelsea folks, right? Because there's like I think nine of them in town. Yeah. Now, actually, I guess they do have their own group now. Oh, no, they're setting oh, up. But uh, I don't. You know, I never see two of them together. Yeah. City fans, I've never actually seen one. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen one in person. Do they're they on TV. Exist? Well, they're on TV. He's an actor. Yeah. Empty head. Yeah. They're they're um well, like paid protesters. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just show up when they're when they're called upon and. Paid well, no, like I, 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 you can't blame people for wanting to be around people who give a shit and are passionate and are having fun with it, right? So like, I almost like understand why they want to come and be around us because yeah. we are a fun bunch and 
We get into we it. Care. We sing the songs. We yeah. give you the atmosphere. They want that genuine experience of what it might be like to watch, you know, a football match. You know, and if they're Chelsea people, supporters, yeah. what do they have? Like Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. Chelsea. Like, that's their only song. And then Steve <laughs> Gerard, Gerard, he slips on his fucking arse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have that. Yeah, and what else? Yeah. They, that's it, actually. Yeah. They have a song. They're they the play. same songs everybody else in the country has. You know, Jose like, Mourinho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. What do they really have? So it's like I, you can't blame people for wanting to see a little bit of you know passion and culture. And it, in some ways, we have our own. Yeah, you know, with our group. I actually have a song for them. We were gonna make this a bit back in the day but we never did it it's the luca mora song caleb taught me and the chelsea version would be if he so smokes cigarettes and he just will not quit that's a sorry <laughs> free one guys free one use it if you're I listening guess. out there use it you have my permission <laughs> a gift from us to yeah you. right and then hang out with your own people at your own fucking pubs i know no and that's the thing is like when we had like the arsenal people show up i'm like you all are aware that you have your own group. Right? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying you're not welcome, but we should. Start... I would never like not hang out with our Liverpool group. Yeah. To go hang out with a bunch of United fans. Yeah, right. Like, that's not yeah, a thing. Yeah. You know? During a match that you're playing, you know. Uh, yeah, like I would never. I, I don't understand the mentality. Yeah. Like. Yeah, ours. Whatever. Our pub's a little different because there are people that that are regulars there, but there more and more of them are starting to catch on. Like. Yeah, I'll just skip the Liverpool match. How about that? Yeah, well, same here. Same here. We have a lot of regulars, and some of them are fans of other clubs, but they're kind of like, oh, God, Liverpool's playing. Never mind. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> eh, I'll come watch my Manchester United play or my Everton or whatever, and if they're on at the same time, I will begrudgingly sit there while we they We still have that game. guy that, like, I don't know if he's just obsessed with, if he's, like, a fantasy team, so he bought a jersey for every player on his fantasy yeah. team or what the deal is, why he has a Brighton shirt, an Arsenal shirt, a Newcastle shirt, and he's, like, a fan of, like, every club. Yeah. Except for Liverpool. Hey, well. <laughs> See, at Pokies, I just don't let anyone in who's not a Liverpool supporter. See, I miss she being able. the door. Yeah, yeah I I'm miss like, being able go. to, like, yeah. scare people out of the pub at Pokies. Like, yeah. I don't know if you remember any time at Manchester United. Oh, yeah, walk in. Oh. yeah, just, who the fuck are Man United? Until they <laughs> left, and, you know, Manchester's full of shit. Until they left. Obviously, the horse and jockey, I'm, a, I'm a under reins, so to speak. You yeah. know, I'm under control a little more. I can't be scaring off the regulars who have, like. I never feel the need at London heights because they tend to like huddle in corners yeah it's very it's kind of funny it's almost kind of comical they like almost hide yeah so i'm like oh whatever oh but yeah so the the key thing is is obviously against leicester west ham and bournemouth is just to win just get nine points and then have 10 days to prepare 11 cup finals yeah (laughs) and then have 10 days to prepare for prepare for bayern and united and at this point bayern with no verge yeah everyone at the yeah well at home to be fair and yeah. Gomez will be back, and I'm a little curious to see a little Gomez Matip little matchup because I'm a little curious because I don't know if you change your opinions on little Joel back there. He, yeah, a little bit. Uh, He's better than right you remember. Before, yes, well, right before he got hurt, he had one of the best games I've ever seen him have. Yeah, I can't remember what game that was, but it was like it was the game where he broke his collarbone right at the end. Yeah, um, and uh, that was the best game I think I've ever seen him play. It was at home, right? Uh, yeah. And I'm trying to think. It might have been. Um, was it Arsenal? No, he wasn't healthy. Lovren played that. Yeah, you're right. Actually, Lovren played Wolves. He played Arsenal, City. Newcastle, yeah. and City. And the two games prior to that. So it might have been like Bournemouth or something. Yeah. Or I, yeah, I can't remember. But I just. It was Bournemouth because he got hurt like right at the end with heading a ball out or whatever. Yeah. It was away, actually. It wasn't but it's home. the best yeah. I've ever seen him play yeah. uh, in a red shirt. He was. He looked 
like a proper center back. And you know my complaint about him is he's too soft. Yeah. He's such a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> we started give you calling all the space in the world. <laughs> so we started calling him at the pub the Franz Beckenbauer of <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool. Oh, oh my the, the 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 what is he where is he from? What what country was that in Cameroon? He's it's the Cameroonian Cameroon, yeah. Franz Beckenbauer, right? Because he comes up into the midfield, like re- he comes into the midfield, and he can lace a pass. Yeah, he plays a ball he pretty well. He can play a pass. You know what it was when Fabinho played a center back? I was like, that's actually what Joel Matip kind of looks like playing center back. Except he, Fabinho's still better. <laughs> <laughs> but Matip, oh. I, I'll take Matip over Lovren right now. I mean, like yeah. Lovren has fallen to my th- my fourth choice. I just think back. Bayern at home. Like without Vir- at least it's the home leg that we have without yeah, Virgil. Van yeah, because going there, I look just keep a one nil, just get a goal, keep a clean sheet. And they're worried too. They keep saying shit like Neuer's like we we're the underdogs, we can come back and beat them. And one Kimmich came out and, and talked about like, though, they were one of the best teams in the world. Yeah, and, yeah they're trying so. to hype us up. I just you know yeah. I I fancy just Kloppo against Bayern. He doesn't get to play him very often. Yeah, yeah. So is he gonna lose a chance a to, of, to whoop him? There's a lot of history there. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I think he. Famously, after we beat, what was that, City 3-0? After we lost the League Cup Final? We're like, how are you feeling? He's like, oh, we won. And I heard Byron lost. <laughs> <laughs> so I fancy Kloppo, you know, to handle a, without Virgil van Dijk. We can figure something out. I think if we can just get to the second leg, even up a goal or even level without, you well, know. That second leg's going to be a tense yeah. one. I think we can score That's on them, right? though. Yeah. They haven't been particularly good against bigger teams at home in the Champions League recently. Yeah. Like, they really haven't. Real Madrid went there and just absolutely tore them a new asshole. Yeah. I think Bayern's even gone there, and, or uh, Barca's gone there and tore, torn them a new asshole. And yeah. so, like, they're not. Well, and they are an aging side. Yeah. Like, they're not. Mm-hmm. I fancy what they were for really years fancy ago. Mo Salah doing to Jerome Boateng what. My Messi did to Boateng against them at the new camp. I really just fancy seeing that happen. Yeah. Have him end up on his arse and just like, oh, and he becomes a meme. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about the memes here at, uh, at LFC Tampa Bay. We need more memes, more memeable moments. But um, just some the different things to look forward to in this run. Um, Gomez, Lovren, Matip all should be coming back very soon. Yeah. And our center back crisis will, Trent will be back. Be averted. Yeah, Trent's supposed to be. There's rumors he's he's close to good joining training. He might make Leicester, but probably not. I would, no, I'm going to say West Ham. <clears throat> so we still got to figure out for Leicester that whole right back thing going on, like what Especially we're going to do. James Miller suspended. I think it's going to be Fabinho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pro- yeah. Mm, or the, there's been a lot of Camacho hype going on with Klopp. He's been spending a lot of time talking about yeah. Camacho in press conferences. He's with, got a lot of skill. He's, like he player. said that tackle against Zaha in the box at the end was the most important tackle he's made in his career. And Klopp was like, when I told Rafa that, he looked at me like, are you fucking crazy? <laughs> 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 but, you know, I feel like we're getting primed for another Rafa Camacho right back. Appearance. I mean, that's fine. Especially given like Leicester City is the type of team, once again, counterattacking football. They're probably going to come and be organized and sit back. Jamie, Jamie Vardy is going to be the one that's floating up there to it's counter. Probably gonna, they're probably going to be a little bit narrow. So in yeah. that case, our fullbacks will be flying up anyways. So does it really hurt having a winger out there? Probably, nah, not. probably not. We still have Virgil van Dijk and Allison. So at the end of the day. We're probably doing all, okay. Yeah, we're doing all right. And yeah. if Fabinho has to slot in there for another game, I thought he looked really good against. Oh, it was fantastic. Uh, well, who was that? Was it Brighton that he played? Yeah, it was yeah. Brighton. Glenn Murray gave him an elbow one time, and he gave him an elbow back. It was, <laughs> it was good. It's nice having him at that option. And it's I was glad own. he got that tackle, like the midfielder yeah. tackle way out of position. He got that out of system in the FA yeah. Cup because he blows <laughs> that that first goal. He blows it wide open. Well, he by said trying to slide in. He said playing next to Virgil Van Dyke is awesome because he literally tells you everything to do. Yeah, you know was, exactly was, where to that be. That was Brighton where Virgil's like, Trent, 
Trent, he's going crazy. Trent. And that's like at the end of the game. There's like one more minute left, and he's screaming Trent. his head off. I know your knee is dislocated, but Trent. <laughs> Someone said that the Trent Alexander Arnold chant should just be the whole cop going, Trent, Trent. <laughs> And I quite agree, actually. Actually, I'm down with that. <laughs> <laughs> just everyone at different intervals. Trent! <laughs> and it's just a, it's just a, it's a cacophony of noise just descending on the pitch as all different Trents from all different angles are raining out, and everyone Trent. We're just, just saying it too. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, so having Virgil Van Dyke back there, like, it's, it's clearly worse wonders because without Virgil Van Dyke, he's in the midfield doing tackles, letting, you know, breakaways happen. And the next of Virgil van Dyke, he doesn't leave the line and he stays in place. And, he, you know, Virgil's like, you know, the quarterback back there. He's organizing everyone. Yeah. So, yeah, if Fabinho has to play next to him, he'll be next to Virgil van Dyke, and it'll probably go pretty well. He looks really good. He looks like a center back, actually. Yeah. He looks like, actually, if we could clone him and make another one, he could be our, like, first-choice center back if yeah. given <laughs> enough time to play there. And it's a good option to have. Yeah. Like, Emre Chan was that. Not as good, obviously, in any, any oh, position. What was it? Uh, somebody was referencing, like, do you remember we played uh, a couple years ago? We, it was during when everybody was freaking out because we are going to have to play Fabinho at center back. And somebody was like, do you remember a couple years ago all our center backs were hurt except we played, I think it was Lovren, Emre Chan, and Milner. As Vinaldum. Our back line. Or Vinaldum. It was against Brighton. Vin- yeah, against Brighton. Vinaldum as our back line. Yeah. <laughs> that was our back. We went with a 3-5-2 that day. Yeah. <laughs> we even had Clavin on the bench. We were like, nah, instead of a proper center back, we're just going to go with midfielders. Yeah. We'll and- just put Sean and Vinaldum out there. <laughs> and one of them actually is actually a winger and an attacking midfield for well, his I, like, team. That's what I loved about Sean was you could literally put him anywhere yeah. and be like, you need to go play here. And he'd be like, okay. And, and I think Fabinho yeah. now has that. He's so six it's and a half. great replacement. Yeah. It, and he's better at every position in regards. Yeah, he like, really is definitely a better, a better center back. Probably a better right back. Uh, probably one hundred percent a better center defensive midfielder. Yeah. He's and not gonna just like dribble the ball ninety four yards. Yeah, and then <laughs> give it away. So. <laughs> uh. oh. But yeah, so the Leicester game, we got to figure out the defensive woes and get through that. But yeah, I mean, we got plenty of time in between games. Um, we're top of the league by four points. Allison actually came out yesterday and was talking about how Man City are the favorites. I like the idea. Let City be favorites literally until they can't even win the league. It's like mathematically impossible. And everyone's like, wow, City were the favorites, even though Liverpool were up eight points for the and last that, like then, five games. Like, wow, it's crazy. They're mathematically eliminated. And Allison's like, yeah, I think we got a good chance. Yeah, right? <laughs> the pundits <laughs> we're are like, I don't game know. Game by game. Uh, pundits game are like, I don't know. City could nip this at the end. You never know. Pep Guardiola and that City side have done unthinkable things. They, uh. they could do it. <laughs> they can find points under the... Liverpool have six games to win the title. <laughs> Not favorites. <laughs> no, yeah, right? They're up by 17 points. It's mathematically impossible. We we'll probably won't get to 17-point gap. Everyone yeah. be prepared. It's going to be a four-point gap. We might get down to a two-point gap at some point. Oh, yeah. It's going to get tight get at some point. Yeah. You know, in a perfect world, they lose their next five games. <laughs> we win them all. And, yeah, we're up whatever. What's I'm the there? We're up 19 points. And, yeah, Tottenham's <laughs> in second, back 13, and we're all having a good time. Um. Let's see what here. What's uh, the the one thing that we do need in this run is Kata to show up and be YouTube Kata. Yes, I think we all agree. Yeah, I'm not. Nice. I'm not like at Look the point like fifty three million of being player. like, oh, it was a waste of money and he shit. No, no. I'm just like, eh, it hasn't clicked yet. He hasn't mm-hmm. figured it out yet. He'll it get takes. There. You know, some players take longer. Klopp certainly will have a plan for him, but you know what? Actually, will alleviate a lot of the pressure. Yeah. Yeah. There's another note on here. 
Um, yeah. So the next one I have is yeah. Well, the the only thing I want to say about Kata's performance is that I think it's a lot of it is down to formation. Because in the a game against Burnley, he looked really good, and we were playing a four three three, and he's been like. He's the not al- the four two three one where he's out on the left. Yeah. is not a good. Look he's like for him. the alternate for Shakiri for some reason. Like when yeah. Klopp doesn't want to start Shakiri, he'll put Kata up on the left and move Mane to the to the right hand side, and yeah. I just don't think it's as good. Yeah. As playing with Shakiri, but he, I think Klopp recognizes he needs time on the pitch. He's got to play someone. Yeah, you just got to get him on. And he doesn't feel comfortable enough yet playing him as a two in the four-two-three-one. I think the language mm-hmm. thing is definitely a apparently a hurdle. Klopp is a little upset at him because he hasn't been taking serious his English lessons. Well, I don't, I, I don't blame him because you had a year while you were living in Germany to start this process. Yeah, mm-hmm. you obviously didn't do it. Now you're here, and you're if you're not taking it seriously. Then yeah. what the hell, dude? I can understand though, because so. he didn't just move to like London; he moved to Liverpool, and the it's, its own, accent, it's its know. own thing. Yeah, but it's, is it English or is it a totally different language? Yeah. <laughs> people don't know; they still don't know. But yeah, the next note I have after Kata is Ox is back in training. Yes, mm. please. End of February. Sooner the better. Oh my goodness, he's. It's funny because everyone's like, he's coming back so soon. Actually, no, it's a full year, actually, almost. It's been yeah. nine months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much the standard time. Yeah, exactly. It's it's just snuck up on you because Liverpool's been so good. Like you, uh, We said in the last episode how like Henderson and Kata were coming back. There wasn't that pressure yet for them to come back in the squad because the team was just winning. Yeah. Well, he got hurt in April, and by the time he actually comes back, it'll yeah. probably be like late February, early March. It's about 10, 11 months. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it just snuck up on us because we've been so focused on how boss Liverpool are that we haven't had time to wallow in our misery and be like, if only we had Ox. There's been moments where it's popped up because everyone's like, the midfield shit. We need that driving force. Can't, yeah, can't do it. Definitely in the beginning of the season, people are like, oh, we're missing Ox. We're missing Ox. But, you know, we've kind yeah. of worked our way through it. And so he's coming back, folks. And that'll be very exciting. Uh, yeah. He's looked. He's has. There's a couple of videos that have come out on social media. Especially the one where he knows the words to Ale, Ale, Ale. Yes, that is. Go watch him. And by the way, it's not Ryan. It's Rian. Rian, whatever. Rian. Rian. Found that out. That's one thing I learned from the Bezzy's video between mm-hmm. Oxlade oh, and yeah, Rian. How to say his name. I was like, oh, Oxlade probably knows how to say his name because he hangs out with him every day. So I'm going <laughs> to default. He probably one time came in and was like, how are you doing, Ryan? And he's like, it's Rian. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that shit. So guys, we don't want to chase off our young talent. So let's call him Rian. Okay, okay Rian. Sorry. It opens up a whole new rhyming universe, okay? Yeah. Feels Irish. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Rian, <laughs> he's a flash of light like neon. Neon. It's terrible. All right. It's terrible. Yeah, All right. We'll, we'll work going. on it. I've got time. <laughs> uh, and yeah, the only last talking point I have, and we kind of touched on it, just kind of shrug off that winning the title, Mufudu. It doesn't exist yeah. with this group of players. Actually, so we can get into the questions because one of the questions was from Andrew. And... Uh, I'm going to let Casey go first on this one because she currently, I guarantee she does. Any current dumb superstition for this season? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> that's that's all I do now. Yeah. Um, do you have like a, you got to wear your ponytail at a certain angle? or? Um, yeah, I've, I've got a lot of those. So I clean my rings, my wedding rings every okay. night. Um, right. I just have to. I don't know. Because I think what it, I, how this started was nervously looking down during a match and I'd look at my ring and I'm like, oh, that needs to be cleaned. So I just clean it now before every match. So like you don't the have to think before. about it. I like uh-huh. it. Um, you I, look down, you see nothing but sparkle. And yeah, then nothing, nothing but, sparkle. but sparkle from the team. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, 
I I can't go to any of the, the other bars. I have to be at Pokies or at my house because when I watched, were you at London Heights? Yeah, but we drew, we drew. against Chelsea <laughs> and City, so no more of that. Uh, and then when I well, when I think w- about but it, but we actually, didn't lose. Hey, and if well, you think about it, there was some luck involved in both of those games going our way. I yeah. think you're looking at this yeah. the wrong way. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. <laughs> Sturridge, Mara's missing the yeah. The only other pub that I went to was in Amsterdam. O'Reilly's. Oh, that's true. We played yeah. City, City and we lost. So that she was... can't even take vacations now. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Only summer vacations like your teacher. Yeah. Oh, so Stuck I, I got to stay at Pogies and finish it out at Pogies. And yeah, I, I, I typically wear like the same outfit. Yeah. But now I got my new Awake kit that I loved so much. So that's you, you kind of like in, that's in the rotation. You got to think how you break it in. You got to pick a game. Where you're like, I know we're going to win this one. Yeah. And I yeah. only have one beer. Or a wild card game where it's like. Yeah, well, if we lose this game, it's not like yeah, that yeah. surprising. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. it's Bayern Munich. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to wear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did wear it against Napoli because I got it that day. It was my birthday that day, the Napoli at home, and oh. went to the bar because I didn't have to work. And I wore it that day, and we won. If I if we would have lost that, I would have. So you're like slotted into the rotation. Yeah, maybe. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I've got a, a lot of crazy superstitions. What about you? I used to be like really – like when I was younger, obviously – like, I have this Liverpool flag on the St. George Cross, which is, like, blasphemy, honestly. But I was too young when I bought it. I was, like, 10 years old. I didn't know what I was doing. And I used to hang it on the couch, and I would hang all my, my scarves over the end of the couch. And then I'd have to sing You'll Never Walk Alone at the start and then watch the game, right? But since I've grown up, the only superstition I have now is I, and I, it's across all sports. I just don't interact with other fans. I don't say anything to them. I'll say that to you guys, we're going to win the fucking league. But the second I do it to other people, like I tell any other fan, like a Chelsea fan or an Arsenal fan, where I'm like, for instance, my, the Arsenal, my Arsenal buddy hit me up and he's like, oh, City get match. What do you think? And I was like, I think we're going to beat them and we're going to go fucking undefeated. Fuck your invincible season. <laughs> 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 and what happened? We lost, right? Yeah. So instantaneously, blow, it's gone. Uh no, I don't really have like any intense. I have like a set of kits that I'm like these are the ones I wear to the match, like my solo one from last year, uh, my 0809 home kit, and like you, like you, I had to break up like kits into rotation. Otherwise, I won't wear them to watch a match. I just can't because mm-hmm. I just like I don't know. It, it, there's energy in there. I feel like you know. Yeah. And then for really big games, I have my hat with the pins, and I bring my scarf that I got at my first trip to Anfield. But I save that for the big games because I can't wear the energy off. You know, it builds up energy over time. It powers up. And then we unleash hell on them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And those are my only two. Like big superstitions. I mean, I, I used to have like, oh, this shirt. These days I'm <laughs> just like, I need to be comfortable. Yeah, mm-hmm. True. And if it's a big game, I won't wear sandals. There you go. <laughs> That's more out of safety. Because yeah. uh, enough times of Attila's boots smashing the shit out of my feet. Yeah. Uh, other than that, no, I like I don't have a TV that I need to watch. or I, I, I don't. I'm definitely one of those people that's like, there's absolutely nothing that David Rice in Tampa Bay can do right. to impact what Sadio Mane and Jurgen Klopp and the boys have, are doing in Liverpool. There's I'm not nothing. There. I'm not there yet. I'm not fully there yet. All they need is for me to get behind them, and they've got that no matter what I'm wearing. So yeah. I'm not fully there <laughs> well, yet. No matter where I'm at, it doesn't matter. Like last year for the Champions League, I actually, for the final, I brought all three of my special kits. <laughs> you only wore one. No, I, I wore two. Oh, did you? Yeah, I brought. Did my you change at halftime? Yeah, well, so I came. I showed up in my O four O five home kit. Yes, you did. And then, it, like, you sweated half, so mad yeah. after the Gary Maca chant, yeah. you had to go. Get so, like, I planned that though. I was like, an hour in, I'll switch into my O eight O nine home okay. kit, and then for the match, I was going to wear my solid kit, but I left it at home. 
What happened? Oh, it's my fault. It's your it fault. Your I'm fault. not there yet. I'm not where you are yet. It was uh, my fault. I, bl- I blame it on the Egyptian kids that showed up with the drum. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they Just added kidding. to the. <laughs> no, they were great. They were awesome. There was a freaking drumming yeah. all through the game. It I was felt like bad. being at a game. Yeah, right. It was insane. I felt bad because like 20 minutes in, their their final was over. Yeah, they were heartbroken. <laughs> they were like, like they were sitting on the bar because there was nowhere to stand anymore. So yeah. they just sat on the service bar, and the one kid was like almost crying. Yeah, and I was like, "It'll be okay, guys." I remember like <laughs> in, the, in like the 60th minute, someone came up to me and they were like, "Hey, I know he's out, but the Egyptian kid would really like it if we all sang the most Allah song." Again. Oh yeah, and oh, I was like, it felt like a funeral. Or I was something. like, "Oh, I, like, I don't want to yeah. do it, but I got to make this kid's day." Yeah, <laughs> so we sang it. Someone should leave here happy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, but yeah, yeah, so back to like the superstition thing, just embrace the fact that we're going to win the fucking league. Just do it. Yeah. And if it doesn't happen and it blows up in your face, who fucking cares? Yeah. How dare you believe in your team? Yeah. You piece of shit. <laughs> you uh, are that's, like, abs- that's what I was right. It's like, oh, God forbid you believe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, underneath that, that, that talking point that I wrote, the first thing I wrote was from doubters to believers. Like, yeah. And some- you believe now, right? Like yeah. two years ago, I was like, oh, this is going to go wrong yeah. at some point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know, part of that is like, it won't, like the, the overall overall goal of Liverpool Football Club eventually in this little 10 year 15 year span journey that we're going on is to become the dominant club in England and to a large extent the world again not for yeah. the first time but again yeah absolutely. so in, in order to get there eventually we have to become the favorites and eventually we have to be the type of fans that walk into every match thinking we're going to win it and we're going to win the league and we're going to win the Champions League we're going to do the quadruple yeah yeah that's that, I believe in everything and if it blows up in season. our face it's not because we were misguided and naive. It's because something went wrong. Yeah, and it happens. Like when City gets There's knocked, out, when City gets knocked <laughs> out of the Champions League, no one's thinking like, "Oh, you guys thinking winning the Champions League? You stupid bastards!" Yeah. They're like, "Well, well you, you guys got said un- that was your yeah. priority." Yeah, you guys got unlucky. Whatever. You know, oh, you got unlucky and you lost it. When we lost the get to the final, we lose. Everyone's like, "Oh, you were misguided and child." Well, oh yeah, how dare us think that we are? Yeah, how dare us not know that Sergio Ramos is a dick? And he yeah, was gonna, you know, pull our best players. Yeah, you're right. We were naive. We were naive. But yeah, so just embrace in this run. Just embrace it, guys. Let's take it on board. Um, yeah. Let's see here. Want to start with the first question? We're on to questions. Right. Yeah, let's let's move on to the questions. And should we we should we jump around? Yeah. I think we should save the first one for last. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. That's what Fair I enough. think. So Robert Taylor asked, and it kind of goes back to where we started. Who would you like to see during this transfer window? Well, I guess in a in perfect a, world, yeah, Werner, but yeah. it's not going to happen. Yeah. So, so mm-hmm. sorry, guy. Uh, the the center left center back from Orleans. That's who I want. We did it. That's who you Dreams accomplished. Dreams, Dreams accomplished. What a successful transfer From window. doubters to believers. <laughs> Make us dream. We go again. Michael Edwards, you absolute legend. Genius. All right, so Casey, we'll ask. We'll get, you want to ask it? Live yeah. on air? She always asks the question, so we're, <laughs> uh, we're, we include it because she's, she's got to get a question in. Yeah. So. so with Origi scoring the winner in the Derby, plus scoring in the FA Cup versus Wolves, even though we lost, uh, is he in a favorable light now? I I do like Origi. Like if, if, that Wolves game, you and I were texting. Now, I, I wasn't saying that he is irrelevant. Yeah. All of our attacking players were pretty much irrelevant yeah, because of the game. way we played that yeah. first half. Yeah. But he, if you look at the work he did, he was running the channels. He was doing a lot of good things. Yeah. He was a lot better than Sturridge. His goal was, was really looked good. like a carcass. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, Sturridge was really bad in the game. He was disappointing. Yeah. And I, I think Origi still has potential. To be a Liverpool player. He's 23. 
He's a child still. The only thing is not his really. contract his, prime, his contract's running out, and there's not going to be a lot of opportunities for him to force his way into the squad. What is interesting is that at the beginning of the season, he absolutely started at the bottom of the pecking order, mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. even behind Danny Ings to the point that we were going to sell him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Since then, he passed Dominic Solanke. Mm-hmm. And sold Solanke. And some, yeah, exactly, to the point where we sold Solanke. And in some aspects... I think he's beyond Daniel Sturridge. Yeah, he's past point. Sturridge because like, Klopp is more willing to bring Origi on in some situations than he is Sturridge. Remember, before the Funo Mora's thing, whatever he's saying, whatever his name was, a dickhead for Everton that yeah. destroyed his ankle. Before that, Klopp was really high on Origi. Yeah. And then the injury happens, he comes back, he's not the same, the mentality isn't there. But maybe if the kid's head's sorted now, he's 23, yeah. like you said, has a, still has a high ceiling and a lot to prove. I just so, think it's very hard for us to keep him just because... He'll be in demand. He's out of contract. We had to sign him to a contract, and him to sign a contract with us, he'd have to have some type of guarantee. And like we said, we have Rian Brewster coming through. Mm-hmm. No, I, I don't see him staying past the summer. Yeah. But right. can he maybe make a little wave? The he rest needs of the a couple season? more big moments. Yeah, I think he needs some big moments. I think the Everton one is enough. Just for, like if if we end up winning the title this year, he will be a cult legend forever at Liverpool. Oh, here just he is. for like because and and if it comes down to the fact it's like one or two points. That we yeah. win the title by. You can make start making the argument like, oh, the Divacarigi goal is the one that kind of kicked it on. Because if we draw that game, do we go on to win every game in December? Probably not. Um, we probably struggle a little bit more. Uh, like getting through those matches, we don't have that belief. That moment in some aspects was the real moment that drove home this idea for the squad. Like, yo, don't give up. Like it <laughs> happened against Chelsea, but no, really don't give up. Like, you no, never How really often know. have we seen Klopp do this? Where he brings up, he basically resurrects a player. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does it all the time. So I, I, I wouldn't put it past him. I mean, yeah, honestly, I think he's he's that third forward now. I think I put him in before Sturridge. He's a, he's in a favorable light. To your question, he absolutely yes. is now in a favorable light. I think it's good because he was his like the beginning. Kenyon, yeah, it's, <laughs> the singing next door next is door. getting insane. <laughs> but uh, no, like at the beginning of his career, he had the potential and he looked good in the Europa League run until he got hurt. It was looking like we had a player on our hands. And I think it's unfortunate because he got hurt. He goes on the loan. His headspace isn't right. It doesn't get together. And we all kind of forget about him. But he has that moment. And we remembered, yeah, when he was here, when he started out, he was pretty decent. And we should he should leave on a high note and be like, yeah, you know what? He never really hit the levels we thought he would. But he scored that goal against Everton. And his chant came back. He has a great chant. Oh, he does. He has an amazing... I forgot it even existed. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I had to try to remember the words. Oh. It's yeah, it popped back kicked up. It off. Yeah. Tom starts kicking it off, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I so, remember yeah. how it went. So now, now like the Luis Garcia song, now we can sing that song forever and ever, at yeah. least. Mm-hmm. Like when we're hanging out at cup finals or whatever. Like, hey, let's do the Divock Origi chant. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, we're playing Everton. Let's do the Divock Origi chant. It's, you know. Hey. It's, it's, it's Not good. the words. Yeah. I had to remember how it went. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, Anthony Letalek and Cinema Pongol, Pongol right? <laughs> well, mainly Cinema Pongol and Neil Meller, right? Right. Average didn't really do much at Liverpool. Neil Meller had that goal against Arsenal. Yeah, and Meller scored in the Olympiacos, and so, so did Cinema Pongol. And for that, <laughs> that's the only reason the Liverpool fan will ever remember their names. <laughs> and so in like 20 years... You know, when we're talking about our kids. be doing the, yeah. Anfield, uh, the Anfield lap with Redmond. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> During the summer. And we'll all, we'll all have like a little cult legend, and he'll be like, yeah, it's, he'll come back in 20 years and be like, it's super weird. I played at Liverpool for five years, didn't really do much, didn't really play that much in the grand scheme of things, but they all fucking love me. And so like, I actually am like a diehard Liverpool fan now for the rest of my life. <laughs> 
So at the, at the very least, we're going to have that. So yeah. that's that's awesome. Um, moving on here, let's see. Let's do Brian's question because uh, we kind of already answered it, but we can just yeah. brush it or we can go over it real quick. Solanke yeah. is gone. Sturridge is sure to leave in the summer. We'll have Firmino and maybe Rion Brewster leading the front line next season. Do you think we'll sign another striker? If so, who would you like to see come in? Yes, I think we're going to sign another forward, and I want Timo Werner. Yeah, again, Timo Werner. <laughs> I would love Timo Werner. I, the only the only thing to this is like I don't know if we necessarily need an out and out striker or just an attacking player because, like you said, yeah, we're very it's fluid. A good point. And so if we could, like for instance. It, <laughs> Okay, Which is I'll, why I prefer Werner, because he can play anywhere across that front right. three. Exactly. Or if we can get someone who can play just behind the front in the 4-3-2-1, where, like, he can, or the 4-2-3-1, mm-hmm. where he can play in one of those attacking midfield positions, yep. all three of those, someone like that. Yeah. Just so that we have, like, the depth and the rotation ability, like, oh, Casala can go up front, or Bobby can go up front, Rian Brewster comes through, he can go up front, you know, like, and then we have all those options across the front where Mane can play left, center, or right. Salah can play right or center. Bobby can play center, left or right. You got Harry Wilson coming back, and like, it's just another like class attacking player. I don't know if it has to be a striker, but yes, Timo Werner. (laughs) (laughs) Someone on Twitter put out, "Would you rather have a Cardi or Werner?" And it it ends up being the most like popular tweet I've ever had, pretty much. But I just put, I was like, I'd rather have Werner. He's a little bit younger, and I'm not sure Cardi's a great guy for the locker room. He'll definitely try to shag Fabinho's bird. Yes. (laughs) Yes, he will. And everybody was like, why Fabinho specifically? I was like, I don't know. She's Brazilian. She's super hot. Everybody wants something they can't have. (laughs) Maybe even Bobby's wife, but there's not a chance in hell anyone can steal Bobby's wife. Yeah, because he'll godfather you. He'll kill you. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, you know, speaking of she'll kill you. Yeah, if she'll you try kill to you. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of uh, popular tweets, because we did talk about Origi. Okay. If you saw it on Twitter, that is an LFC Tampa original with Lucas Leva saying unlucky after <laughs> Divock Origi's goal. He off. retweeted it. He responded to it. My life is made. He responded to the video with a tweet saying unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And I can die happy now. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was an LFC was... Tampa original meme, by the way, if you saw it. Where it hits the bar and it goes, unlucky, unlucky, every time it hits the bar. Thank you very much. That's my moment in the sun. <laughs> Signing out. That's it. Goodbye. Never coming on the podcast again. <laughs> well, we have one question left, though. Uh, we did Digpen, Brian. What about bands? Oh, oh yeah. So Because uh, other... I have no idea. Favorite, no favorite so, band from Liverpool? Okay, so... Well, the, okay, ding, so ding, I was going to I was going <laughs> to tell you guys that you can't say the Beatles cuz it's like they're like a top 10 band of all time yeah. rock and roll has Easy been. peasy. So like that's but so like what other bands are there from Liverpool? Jerry right? and the Pacemakers. <laughs> Maybe do that one. <laughs> There's The Laws. Uh, I have no idea who that is. So you, you, you'll know this song. You know that song. There she goes. Oh yeah. There she goes again. Yeah, back in the nineties. Yeah, okay. I, they're my third. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, they were from Liverpool. They had a few other songs. Uh, there was. That's my third. You, you should check out some of the grime rap. Yeah. <laughs> there's, I actually, there's, there's a very famous battle rapper from Liverpool, and he's ridiculous. Honestly. What's he's his like, name? Oh, I can't remember now. I used to watch him back in the day. He has the Scouse accent when he battle oh, yeah. raps. I, that's he, what I love about the Scouse rap. It's great. This rap the with accent. a Scouse accent is amazing. <laughs> I got to check this out. Oh, what about Jamie Webster? Is he from Liverpool? He's not yeah. a band. Well, he's not a band. He's but you could, you, could, you could say Jamie he's my Webster. Fourth. You could say Jamie. He's my fourth. I'll, say, he's I'll, lost. I'll, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a, a random answer. And this is like if you were super into punk music. Yeah. In the late 70s, there was a band called Big in Japan. Yeah. And they lasted like two years and they weren't a big deal. But basically everybody who was in that band 
went on to become like a some big deal in punk music. Oh, really? Like they were all involved in other things. Like they were decided, described as a super group that never took off because they only became super once they broke up. Oh, okay. Like individually, they all took off in other oh, nice. things. But like, yeah, just random shit like that. Like there's other bands, but yeah, like the Wombats you yeah. might have heard of, but they weren't like huge in the States. So yeah. hmm. I don't know, it's no. kind of like a niche thing. So Dave just said all of them. <laughs> Man, there's plenty more but uh, yeah, I'm just, too, those are like the only ones i've ever heard of i'm too balls deep into rap and hip-hop i don't yeah. know any bands same i'm uh, garbage yeah no i mean to be honest like yeah i only know this and that i'm like, trash i could have wikipedia it but i didn't i could probably name more bands from montreal everyone showed up <laughs> everyone showed up on time so i didn't have enough time to do my research in the car okay and we have one last question which lfc player from andrew salcedo which yeah. lfc player would you take to Ga- Gasparilla, current or past player? Ooh, current or past. I know. So, my, I already know my answer. Here's the one obvious one. I think I one. know who your answer is going to be. Go ahead. What is it? Who do you think it's going to be? Bobby. No. Oh. oh. That was okay. mine. That was mine. You're, okay. Well, why? Explain that. Uh, he's one-eyed. He's a fucking pirate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he could get down with you the eye patch. The eye patch going real easy. easy. Uh, I feel like Gasparilla would benefit from samba music and samba dance. Probably right. Like that. Did you see the celebration that him and Fabinho did? Yeah, you saw that. Yeah. It's from a, a music video where they're out in the Amazon, all dressed up as Lion King characters, and that's the dance they do. Brazilians are amazing people. Yeah, <laughs> and they're great at partying, and that's what Gasparilla is. All right. So I'm bringing Firmino is the most party oriented Brazilian that we have. So I'm bringing I'm bringing Firmino. Okay. And I'm trying. And obviously, like another option, because he's an option for everything, is Alberto Moreno. Yeah. He would be amazing at Gasparilla. I feel like she's just going to say Mane. <laughs> no. You know, I was going to say uh, Bobby at first. That was like my, I was like, duh, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, I'm going to go with Sturge on this one. Oh, Sturge. Would be fun. Yeah. You, want, you just want to dance? Yeah. Like, <laughs> we, could, like, we could like, she's dying to we could do like carpool karaoke in the Uber and Jordan's Uber on the way yeah. there. Yeah. And okay. then we he would just do his little dance yeah. like on Bayshore. He would love throwing beads too. He would be yeah. all in the I'm going to go a much different direction than you guys. I'm going to take Craig Bellamy. Oh. He loses his <laughs> shit every time he's out in the sun. That's true. Yeah, he goes to sunny places like he's going to bring the golf set with yeah. him. He gets trashed. You yeah. know he likes to drink. And if anybody fucks with us, because Gasparilla, you know, fights may happen. Yeah. I definitely take him to the night parade because if it kicks off, Craig yeah. Bellamy's in there just swinging. <laughs> It's all good. I'm just, just going to let my Welsh thug. Just don't take him to the thug. kids' parade. <laughs> <laughs> let my Welsh thug loose. <laughs> oh, it would kick off. It's like taking a pit bull, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think if there's any past players that, like, jump out. They're like, oh, absolutely. He has to go. I would take, like, Skirtle to the night parade. Because <laughs> no one is going to fuck he with you. He looks like a pirate. He looks like a skull already. Yeah. <laughs> just attach some bones to his head, and he is the fucking... <laughs> The crossbones on a ship. Perfect. Yeah, right? God, he's already... Yeah, he's bald. He's pale white. Like, it all works. I'm well, you could, th- you could take all the Spice Boys, because they like to party. Yeah. You know, so. yeah. Robbie Fowler get, Drop bit. them off at a house party on Bayshore. Just yeah. come back a few hours later. Oh, you know, I'd bring yeah, Gary Mack so, so I could do his chant and annoy him in person <laughs> again. Or what about Klopp? I think Klopp would be fun Oh, Klopp would be bananas. Yeah, he would He'd be No, I'd put Klopp on a float. Yeah. Because that would be hilarious. I want him to shoot one of the floats. He shoots a cannon and he has a microphone, and every time the cannon shoots, he goes, boom. (laughs) (laughs) That's, yeah. That's, okay. There we go. Those are all the acceptable answers. All of those right there. Those are all the acceptable answers that you can come up with. 
Perfect. So yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. We totally didn't hit our mark of making it shorter. <laughs> <laughs> We definitely went over, but uh, who cares? Yeah, we were like, hey, let's make it like an hour 20 this time, guys. Uh, for sure not going to happen. Sorry. There's just too much to talk about. You know, you just digest it in pieces, you know, during yeah. your work week. Yeah. Don't yeah, worry about okay. it. This one was a lot less organized. I like it. And you grow all over the place, going left, right, center. It's like, oh, it's yeah. not in order anymore, blah, blah, blah. It's good having a new voice on. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah. yeah. Casey, maybe we make this a regular thing. I mean, yeah. I'm down. Yeah, come and hang out in the studio, you know? Mm-hmm. Do some hip-hop karaoke afterwards while David dances on the strip pole. That's it. Ooh, now that you want a live stream. <laughs> see how I did that? <laughs> I'm a marketing genius. Right. Yeah, so anyways, out of the break, this Wednesday, the 30th of January, in case you're listening to this in February, and you show up at a random Wednesday and there's no match on. But yeah, <laughs> January 30th, uh, 3 p.m. on Wednesday, we play Lester, and it kicks off again. Uh and then we'll yeah. we'll come and we'll come Start chat to you out again. Your excuses. Yeah, exactly. We got a lot of Monday games and midweek games coming up, so get after it. Use your sick days. It's a new year. You got new ones. Yep. Um. So yeah, I'm Jordan, Casey, and David, and that was Cop Talk episode four. Until next time, up the Reds. Cheers. Peace out. <laughs>